Hello and welcome to the Weird Geeks Horror Show where every Friday we'll be covering another installment in a classic horror franchise. Go to weirdgeeks.com and weirdgeeks on iTunes to check out our other podcast series, social medias, Twitch streams, contact details and news on our very own feature films, albums, shorts and more that are currently in production for our publisher, We Are Tessellate. We Are Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the films referenced and no infringement is intended. Geeks! Hello and welcome back to the Weird Geeks Horror Show where every single Friday we take you through another installment in a classic horror (laughs) retrospective franchise. I'm your host Al White and joining me throughout all of the Conjuring universe is Alexander Chard. How you going Al? And Shannon Hollander. Hi. (laughs) You chose to stay in this. (laughs) I made a mistake. I made a mistake. I got good news for you. Uh You're almost halfway. That's you are. I hate everything. (laughs) (laughs) Today we're dealing with The Conjuring 2. Came out in 2016. Gets a 7.4 out of 10 on the IMDb's. If you're new to us, hello, welcome. Head on out to weirdgeeks.com where you can patch to all of our social medias. You can email us through there too or just by typing in mail at weirdgeeks.com. It'll get to us. Fuck you at weirdgeeks.com. It'll also get to us. Just like this movie got to Shannon. (laughs) (laughs) What uh, what else can you do? If you're on weirdgeeks.com, just go to iTunes. Go to your podcast, a little button on your phone thing or your Blackberry or whatever it is you use, your pager. Find us subscribe to us rate us it's the only way really you can support us other than by buying uh, movies or whatever what's the deal what's that oh yeah we don't we're not gonna know banner ads mm-hmm. we're not gonna do any patrons yeah none and of we're that we're not gonna try and sell you any valium none of that although i could well, really use some looks like she could use some valium right now <laughs> yeah. if anyone's got me please send <laughs> oh here we are James Wan is back. But before we get into it, let's look at 2016. Only a few years ago. So recent, guys. So recent. Alex, I believe you have the top 10 box office hits from that year. I do. I remember this year well. Coming in at number 10, everyone's favorite DC film, Suicide Squad. Getting its sequel with James Gunn. Yeah, they are. That still blows my mind. Coming in at number 9. Deadpool. hey Great R-rated. Probably beat The Conjuring for highest R-rated. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Coming in number eight, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Mm. People don't seem... I'm, I'm saying stockpiling these until I've got a few, but people don't seem to enjoy these. You know, I, the first one was... I liked the first one. The second one was trash. How many oh, have we got now? Is it just the two? It's just, just the two. two. Right. But there's more coming. We've got five. Yeah. We're going to have five. 27 are coming. 27 are coming. Mm, you probably. Heard that sounds accurate. Coming in at number seven, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Was it the same? Oh, yeah, of course, because Wonder mm-hmm. Woman's name is your Justice name? League. Is your mom's name Martha? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is your mom's name <laughs> Martha? It's all about is the moms in the DC yeah. universe. Uh-huh. It is in Shazam. <sighs> it is in the other one they did with the people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that one. Nobody knows. They don't watch mm-hmm. them. Yeah. What's happening? I liked the Batman bits. Oh, yeah. Batman bits are great. Coming in number six, The Secret Life of Pets. I think there's a sequel for that coming out this year. There, there is. is. Yep. Oh, let's watch that instead. Coming in at number five, Disney's live action remake, The Jungle Book. We used inverted oh. commas with his fingers mm-hmm. accurately, mostly yeah. CGI. Yep. Lion King, totally CGI. Yeah. <laughs> but it's live action. But it's live action. Mm. <laughs> Isn't it? 
Four, the Pixar film Zootopia. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that was mm-hmm. good. Was, good. Mm-hmm. was that Pixar? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, holy shit. Our top five is going to be all Disney just by the- Is just, it really? Just to oh, man. Prepare you. Coming to number three, sequel to Finding Nemo, Finding Dory. Oh. Spoilers, they find her. Zootopia made over a billion dollars. Really? Yeah. Finding Dory made over a billion dollars. Yeah, I can believe holy that. Shit. Was Zootopia really Pixar? Yeah. Are we sure? Yeah. All right. All right. I'll <laughs> look it up after I do this. Did it um, win the best animated that year? Why not? <laughs> okay. Coming in at number two, mm. Rogue One. Oh. Star Wars story. You can hear us talk all about us on the Star Wars potty casty. Me, Alex, and Christina Masterson. Spoilers, Alex likes Rogue One a little bit. I do like Rogue One. It's a great film. Okay, guys. Number one. You know it's Disney. What is it going to be? 2016. Rewind your I, clocks. I, I, well, it's got, it's, I mean, it's, it's 2016. It's got to be either Marvel or Star Wars. Yeah. Yep. How much money did it make? It made just a tiny bit more than Rogue One. Oh, well, is it one of the Avengers? Yeah. Yeah. Aven- no, a Civil War? No, it, it's actually not one of the Avengers. Civil War? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused with his face. <laughs> I guessed yeah. it. Captain America. Yeah, Civil War. Captain America movie. It is a Captain America movie. Oh, really? But all of the Avengers really are in Avengers it. Movie. Yeah. But Captain America. There are more Avengers in Civil War than there were in any previous Avengers movie at yeah. that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things are happening outside. What the fuck outside. was that? <laughs> Haunting. Haunting. <laughs> hey, look, it's just better you just live with them. Uh, Remember, you're a I human. Tr- it's my house. You're more powerful because you're alive. You are alive. Oh, wait. Wrong franchise. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your name, bitch. Yeah, you just need the to cross. names. Use the cross and speak the name. I know. <laughs> That's all you need to do. Oh, what are your, what's your Demon. name? So that was our top 10. Oh, thank you, Alex. Illuminating <laughs> as always. We did it. Thank you. Shannon. Uh, okay, I horror got, I got the horror ones. Uh, the Autopsy of Jane Doe. <laughs> no, you seem a little shaken. Are you okay? <laughs> I hate everything. I don't think I've ever seen you quite like this, and it's bringing me so much joy. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> okay, so Zootopia is just Disney Animation Studios. Uh, yeah. Not I'm Pixar. Not, I'm not, not crazy. Okay. Autopsy of Jane Doe. I love that movie. Yeah. It's got a few problems, but oh, I think yeah. it's great. Good spooky. We watched that here for your Fry Fest. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. Let's do it now after this. Yeah. ML I will Hush. kill you. <laughs> that one's my autopsy Jane Doe spook you. It's very good. Uh, Blair Witch. Which, there, is there <laughs> another one? We'll get to it. Adam yeah. Wingard. Yeah. This uh-huh. was a sequel slash remake slash all we types of things. It together. Yeah, uh-huh. we did. We, me and Alex are big Blair Witch fans, particularly Book of Shadows. Yeah, I think that's um, our favorite. So we'll get to them. Mm-hmm. We just, oh, I mean, we, we realized a few weeks ago, didn't we, that actually there are four because of the Curse of Blair Witch. So yeah. we can do this whenever we want to. Mm-hmm. Exciting times. Next is The Boy. I like The Boy. Oh, yeah. Boy was pretty cool. Another doll film. I recommended that to people who, who liked Annabelle or Chucky, but didn't think either of those were great. I think The Boy is one of the best doll films. Interesting twist, too. Yeah, there's some good twists in that. Uh, this, if this is what I think it is, and this is a scary movie I've actually seen. Cabin Fever. Well, this is like the remake. Oh, never mind. You seen the original one with the, the Eli no. Roth one? No. What, what, I'm thinking of the Joss Whedon one. What oh, am I thinking Cabin of? Cabin in the Woods. That's what I'm thinking of. Cabin in the Woods. You seen Cabin in the Woods? Yeah, I saw there Cabin in the Woods. Joss see. Whedon, I can handle. That's scary. Doesn't yeah. that have Chris Hemsworth in it? It does. Oh, I keep feeling like Weaver, I can see things from behind West Wing. you. I hate it. 
Give me a what? Lisa, two what? I hate that we're in a room where all I can see out the windows Dark and they're windows. all black. That's where the nun stands. Stop it. I know it is. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, but you know her name. Valak. Valak. Uh, oh, maybe that summons her. Oh, yeah. Stop it. <laughs> all right, moving on. Don't breathe. It's a cool film. It's from the director of the Evil Dead remake. I prefer Evil Dead, but I think Don Breed's got a cool idea. It goes really weird and nasty and pretty sort of perverted by the end. But uh, it's cool. Mm. The Eyes of My Mother. Yeah, it's a cool film. Very classy. Black Mm. and white. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's because it's about mothers. Uh, Split. (laughs) Split. I mean, the ending of this film, I think, feel like now because of of Glass, everybody knows the ending of Split. Mm. But that was maybe the most joy I've ever had in the cinema. Mm. 12 years since Unbreakable and then sitting in Split and then getting this music come in. And I knew the music of Unbreakable very well. And Mm. then getting crazy excited and turning to Ali and and Katie in the London cinema and shaking them and just like, oh my God, it's happening. And it was happening and I was very happy. Great. (laughs) 12 years. I mean, you're talking to someone that does not know the ending of Split. Oh, well, spoilers now, you know. Do I, though? What? Okay, let's forget <laughs> it. Just move on. Okay. Next is Hush. Hush is really cool. It's from the dude who, who did Oculus before. He did uh, the, the Haunting on Hill House, that TV show. Flanagan is his name. And this is like on, I think it went straight to Netflix. I really like it. It's about a lady who is deaf. And she gets a home invasion thing happens. Home she's invasion. It's really good. Next is Lights Out. Ooh, uh, good yeah. short film. <laughs> well, the dude who directed Lights Out directed, uh, was it was one of the Insidious films? Was did it? he? Yeah. He did a short film called Lights Out on YouTube, which was really, really big. Freaked and, me out. Yeah, which is actually really good. And then he did a movie version of it, which is actually pretty bad. And then immediately after that, he directed, yeah. Oh, no. Huh. We're going to be dealing with him next week. Annabelle Creation. Oh. Yeah. Well, all right then. Uh, After Lights Out, Murders. Murders is a remake of a really, really classic French, new French extremism movie, which is nasty as fuck and the only movie that has upset me to my core. Great. Great. I will never see that. Uh, You won't like it. Uh, I have seen this one, though, with you, The Neon Demon. Oh, yeah. We're going to see that. I like Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. He also directed Shazam. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, he did, didn't he? Wow. Yeah, horrors. That's why Annabelle's in Shazam. That makes sense. All connected. All coming together. Okay, next. The Other Side of the Door. Uh, I have seen this, and people recently have been talking about it again. I'll be honest, I can't remember much about it. Hmm. It's a movie. Gotcha. Uh, how about Ouija, Origin of Evil? This one's better than the first Ouija. The Purge, Election Year. You can hear all about it on our Purge podcast. <sighs> Sadly, apparently they're making another one. Genuinely trying to decide if we're going to cover it. You have to. None of us enjoyed. You have to. You're right, Alex. I hate everything. We have made life packs to, to these my life. retrospectives. Well, you, you, Shannon, you do realize how many Conjuring Universe movies are going to be coming out and you've got to cover everyone. No. <laughs> yeah. That's the and we're going to have to the watch podcast. them at uh, movie theaters and we're going to have to. It's the pack to the podcast. I'm going to count, life I'm gonna have to count the jumps. <laughs> Maybe just with a little clicker or something. Do you know how many series Alex and Ali and Katie are tied into for life now? <laughs> yeah. Even if we the don't talk. The consequences of my choices <laughs> are sinking in and This it's, is a good lesson to learn. It's bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay, fine. Uh, the next is Raw. 
Roar is cool. We screened that at our little Fright Fest thing last year. That's a French uh, movie about cannibalism that people threw up in and blah, blah, blah. But it's actually not that nasty. It's a cool film. It's nicely directed. Nicely acted. What's wrong with you? I'm judging. (laughs) Then there's Sadako versus Kayako. Yeah, so the ring versus the grudge, essentially. Ah. And it's bananas. Mm. Bananas. (laughs) B-A-N-A-N. A-S. Yes, you passed the spell. <laughs> <laughs> Next, is, <laughs> Next is The Train to Busan. This is a cool Korean film, zombie for movie. Really cool. If you like World War Z, but you want that, but way better, watch mm-hmm. this. Korea, yeah. Zombies That's in Korea. That's their official song yeah. of Korea. <laughs> <laughs> We're Korea. Uh, then Under the Shadow. Yeah, this is cool. I think it's Iranian the film it's a, you know, it's, it's got a great a war analogy there's like a bomb in the house and get spooky it's cool then mm. the void i don't like this that much it's a lovecraftian kind of film that people seem to really dig i didn't think it was all that mm. lastly we are the flesh oh yeah this is fucking crazy we showed this did you see this at all? no i didn't uh. see this one. Oh, this one's oh this one goes oh Absolutely great. It's very arty, very beautiful. The first half is just like a beautiful art house film from Spain, I think it is. Uh, second half. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Kind of goes Gaspar Noe almost, but like with purpose. Wild pitches. Oh, yeah. This is what I'm expecting. You guys take a look. There you go. Let me have a look. Oh, yeah. There's some crazy shit that happens at the end. Yeah. Okay. Not, uh, not for me. <laughs> Thank you, Shannon, for You're guiding us welcome. through. You are a strong... <laughs> pillar of this podcast <laughs> and we appreciate it it's crumbling the conjuring 2 2016 as i said 7.4 out of 10 directed by james wan returning guys written by chad hayes carrie hayes james wan david leslie johnson a few more writers in on this mm-hmm. one david leslie johnson is the new writer he did orphan wrath of the titans aquaman and some of the walking dead the Unnightmare on elm street remake that me and alex have covered mm-hmm. invasion of the body snatches as well the up and coming one mm. Which we're also going to have to get back to because we've been covering Body Snatchers movies. TP'd by Don Burgess. This guy. Yeah. Let me tell you, he did Contact, mm, okay. Castaway, wow. What wow. Lies Beneath. Wow. wow. Two films that are Same year. Weird Geeks favorites. Spider-Man, mm. Terminator 3, oh. The Book of Eli, mm. Source Code, Aquaman. Wow. There's an arc to his career. Yeah. <laughs> but he's all, you know, he's doing well. Music by Joseph Bashara again. He is back. He's he is back, back and cheesier than ever. Joe Bash. Reprising roles of Patrick Wilson as Ed Warren, Vera Famiga as Lorraine Warren, and then new people, Madison Wolf as Janet Hodgson. You'll know from Devil's Do, True Detective, Keanu, I Killed Giants. Francis O'Connor as Peggy Hodgson from About Adam, IAI, Wind Talkers. And then Lauren Espin- uh, Espiz- uh, Esp- Esposito. Esposito, thank you. As Margaret Hodgson, Benjamin Hay as Billy Hodgson, and Patrick McCauley as Johnny Hodgson. Budgeted $40 million. Really? Holy fuck. Tw- think about that. Insidious 1, $1.3 million. The Conjuring, $20 million. The Conjuring 2, $40, $40 million. million. Now, why do you do that? You do that because James Wan, in between, had gone off and made Fast and Furious 7, mm-hmm. made a ton of money for people. Mm. So after Saw, The Conjuring, Insidious, Fast and Furious 7, you can bet this guy's going to make money. Yeah. So you gave him $40 million. <laughs> I was probably <laughs> one of the most expensive horror movies ever made. Oh, really? Probably. Yeah. I mean, there are some, you know, there are some exceptions, but you don't normally get horror movies at $40 million. That's crazy. Mm. Mm. Uh, box office. 
320 million. Doing good. Yeah. Doing good. Probably have to pay off all of those, all those legal fees from people suing them. From yeah. The last one. Okay, they're still going to hammer home. This is based on a true, true, true story. And they're going to enter. I mean, really, like watching them so close in proximity, it's been interesting to see. Yeah, they they frame it all the same way. Get yeah. the same freeze frames, get mm-hmm. the same blurbs coming yep. both at the top and at the end. Yep. Yeah, at the beginning, I was like, oh, okay, this will be fine. It's just like a remake. <laughs> We're going to get to it again at the end when we get to the in real life section and we'll have a few exposés and we might even have a little video time. We're watching oh, together. Oh, God damn it. Excellent. Until then, I'll try, I'll call out a little bit, but what I will say is that there are two kind of sides to this story. One is the Hodgson side, which is, again, a true story mm-hmm. in that people said this stuff. Uh, there are over 30 people who accounted for the weird things that were happening around them oh. and sort of stuff. So there's a lot of stuff trying to say that it really happened. We can get into that, obviously, later. On the other side of that, however, are the Warrens. Our friends, the Warrens, mm. which I will spoil... Should I spoil that right now? No, I'll spoil it properly at the end. But let's just say they didn't quite have the involvement that they have illustrated in this movie. Mm-hmm. And gotcha. we'll get there later. So, I mean, this is a fucking epic film. This movie's like two hours, 15 minutes long. It's a big one. <sighs> yeah, it... Uh, it felt like it. Felt Let me tell you, it felt like it. Yeah. Shannon was really put through the ringer and it was, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was not. It was not okay. I feel like I just... I feel like I lost two years of my life. You look a little older. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have any auditions tomorrow? I have two auditions. I'm going to go home and put on a face mask and then never turn any of my lights off. I don't put anything over your eyes because then you can't see. I won't. <laughs> we start on a CGI street, which I thought was an odd choice for putting yeah. on the gold yeah. picture. Uh, and then they're going to pull backwards. We're going to get him using a lot of his Fast and Furious knowledge now. Yeah. Of, oh, I can combine CGI with my sm- smooth, silky camera moves to yeah. do crazy mm-hmm. stuff. And there's a lot of crazy camera moves in this movie. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's purely where the $40 million is going. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to come backwards through Amityville windows. We are yeah. instantly my- recognizable, even from the other side. It's wonderful. Uh, and yeah, remember at the end of The Conjuring, that's where we were left off. Was yeah. They got a call to go to Amityville. We're now picking up after Amityville and getting a VO from Vera Farmiga. Amityville 1976. Uh, James 2 is there, returning, only yep. for this little camera. Very briefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the church apparently reached out to Warren to see if they could confirm the activity reported by the Lutzes. So they're at a seance in the house and yeah. Lorraine is then going to go around and in astral projecting yeah. this is pretty insidious it is very insidious at this point yeah and she's going I mean there are a few nods to insidious and I don't think purposeful I don't know but in yeah. this movie she's going to walk around the house and it's kind of a cool scene I guess where she's sort of mm-hmm. mirroring what the killer did in the Amityville yeah. house as if she's him with an imaginary shotgun yeah mm-hmm. it's kind of cool when she walks past the mirror and you see yeah. the guy's reflection that's, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there are quite a few nods in this film to The Shining as well. Yeah. And you'll notice at the seance, there's a guy sitting right behind him who's modeled to look exactly like Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's quite funny. Yeah. Super. Uh, like. Yeah, I don't want to get too much into Annabelle Amateurville because one day we'll cover that fucking crazy long series. Uh, not you, Shannon. You. Mm, not me. Um, but again, it's a fucking hoax and the things they're saying here aren't true to do with the claims to be demons and all this stuff. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Seriously, what the fuck was that? It's probably Katie. Oh, it is Katie. Outside. Okay, it's Katie. <laughs> I'm freaking out. It's not funny. I am 100% going to start crying. The doors are locked. You're fine. Oh, my God. Because as we all know, ghosts can't come through a locked door. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fine. Don't worry. All right. 
Amityville. I don't really want to get into it, but we're into like it's a whole different kerfuffle to get into with how they're portraying stuff and what's going on with with this opening scene. But it's pretty cool. It feels like a cool fun scene. Mm-hmm. And then she sees a boy with white eyes staring at her, based on the ghost boy photo, based on the ghost which boy. the Warrens took, which is apparently a photo uh, that was taken under infrared lights that uh, is meant to be one of the sons that was killed. Mm-hmm. As I confirmed by Bran. the Warrens themselves. <laughs> yeah. And this film <laughs> confirmed. So it leads her to the basement. Where else would you go? There are loads of mannequins down there. So Jump one. <laughs> yeah. Seller, dumb bitch. <laughs> um, for those that are joining, jumping in at this podcast, oh we keep a Shannon <laughs> jump tally uh, because we have very few kills in these spookies. So And Shannon hates watching spookies. So. <laughs> Why she's here, I don't know. I Jump don't one. I made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. You told me the first one was the scariest, and you I think were it is. wrong. I think it is. <laughs> but life is subjective. Mm. Oh. Lots of mannequins down there. So anytime she jumps back to a basement in this film, she's going to this one, right? She's going to yeah. the Amityville yeah. basement? Yeah, she's yeah. going to the Amityville basement. Interesting. Uh, then the kids appear behind her. So these are all the kids from the murders, right? Yeah, in the, the actual house. kids that she just murdered as the murderer yeah and then they're looking at a covered mirror which she takes off and in mm-hmm. it she sees the nun so far hinted at and things but never explained because they made it up for this film <laughs> but they're trying to retrofit things a little bit to the first film where she was like i saw something this is what she saw she mm-hmm. saw the nun and she saw the future for herself and her husband and his death uh it's a cool back and forth and she's like, you're panning to her and to mm-hmm. the mirror and then back to her and then back to the mirror and then back to her. And mm-hmm. then it's like right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then Patrick Wilson has his like neck snapped, I think. Yeah. That's yeah. what it looks like. like that was the sound like, of his neck snapping. And yeah. And she comes out and says to him, this is as close to hell as I ever want to get. Yeah. Right. I feel like, I think I screamed like five times in that whole thing. Yeah. Jump one was, yeah, all of that was the cellar. Yeah. One jump, one, jump, one big we'll jump. One jump. Don't make a scream. Okay. Freeze frame. We get the blurb. We get the based on the true story. Mm-hmm. And we also get what we said in Conjuring 1 where they said they're, they're scariest right. thing ever. Here it's like one of uh, Yeah. Pretty mm-hmm. spooky, this one. Yeah. Yeah. Even though she just said this is as close to hell as I ever want to get. Right. Title card. Very cool. Still love it. Yeah. I noticed... But- in the Conjuring one, because you remember how I mentioned it was horns playing that like oh yeah. In this one, it was like a choir. Yeah, yeah. No, they get very religious, which in this is one. cool. It's kind of I think it's the Christmas carolly vibe because that's coming back in a lot. Surprised yeah. it's not Patrick Wilson singing Elvis. Oh my god! But <laughs> we'll they're doing that. everything they can to make Elvis references for him. Like his hair is done like like that's oh, literally yeah. my first note is oh Patrick Wilson looks a lot like Elvis in this oh, really? one. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, maybe he's representing America. Maybe, uh, maybe in the Conjuring 3, we're going to get the ghost of Elvis. Conjuring 3 is coming, don't worry. Oh, fucking hell. And we'll be at the cinema together. <laughs> <laughs> or you can go alone if you want to. I hate everything. London Calling, <laughs> the only song that you can play when you're yep. introduced to England. Uh-huh. Lots of stock footage of the Thatcher period that we're about to be dropped into in London. Two little girls who I wrote down to maybe 12. It wasn't far off. She's meant to be 11, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then her sister's 14 or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Like they're in a primary school. Yeah. Yeah. But this is, I don't know, primary, what is primary school? Year six. Which is about, yeah, 11, 10, 11, 12. Okay. Oh, we have it different in England, so it's like, it's, anyway, doesn't matter. So this is Janet that we've been shown to and her friend who, she's not smoking, but a friend smoking and these weird adult conversations about mm-hmm. creeping out with boys and French kissing them. Yeah. 
And she looks so much like a young Beverly D'Angelo. It's weird. I don't know who this person is. From um, all the National Lampoons. Vacations. Vacations. No, I like comedy. I don't yeah. like humor. Oh, that tracks. I like this stuff. I hate you. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the kids meet. All the, all, the, all the siblings meet and it's very useful because they all announce their names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah oh, Janet. Hello. Billy. Billy. Yeah. <laughs> and then we learn some kids are bullying the younger brother because he stutters. So the sisters all stick up for him. Very nice. Very. I don't want to be an alley and critique a little kid's acting. Oh, but here we go. It was, wow, it was a poor it. stutter. Wow. Yeah, and you're liking all of them? No, no, just the kid with the stutter. Oh, poor oh, stutter. Yeah, Sorry. I that thought it was, was a poor pretty, stutter. It yeah. was pretty shitty. It was yeah. a poor, like. He should have. You know what? He's probably they, like, seven, but he should do better. Well, because at the, the beginning, I was like, oh, he's going to be the main, like creepy kid right yeah but then they phased him out i was like okay that's good well that's what that stutter i thought for sure like this is gonna mm-hmm. be something they never use it again yeah, yeah it's never like something get out like urban legend style Can't yeah give it out a bit of information yeah, yeah that's what i was expecting no uh hodgson resident residence in enfield 1977 this is kind of near barnet in north yeah. london for those who know north london north east london in it <laughs> Enjoy that. Was that great? Do you want us to keep going? We can do that all day. We meet their mother, who's just stressed out about money. I have to say, for most, because it's an actress who's pretty prevalent in Mm -hmm. English stuff, and she's a pretty great actress normally. Most of the films, she's actually pretty good. This first scene, yeah, I agree. It's she's terrible in this first scene. It's better. She gets better the the film. It's just this first scene is weird. And the thing that this first scene sort of sets up for me, which I struggled with for the rest of the film, was how much it looked and felt like we were on a set and on a soundstage compared to the first one where you could feel that it it felt much more like a real house. it's Mm because the house was so decrepit. Mm. It was so decrepit. It was like unrealistic that you could possibly live in it. Yeah, I I I think also just like how it was lit as well. Mm -hmm. Just gave it like a- Too well lit, too many lights for 40. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I do think there is a problem with horror when you have too much money. That destroys the horror in it because you have too much stuff to play with. And yeah, I do think they get trying to get away with, oh, it's in England, so creepy old houses. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. I'm sure they did their research, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, I feel like you're, you're but, playing on American expectations. Right. Well, and I literally, I wrote down, I was like, how do they have so many toys if they're so, if they can't afford biscuits? Yeah. You know? know. But he's got a mountain of toys. Whatever she yells at yeah. yeah. It feels really drama school, this first scene. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, but we're getting some fucking crazy sweeping shots from James Wan. He's doing what yeah. he did in the first Conjuring, single shot, showing us the entire house, getting mm-hmm. that geography. Mm-hmm. But now he's showing off and going through windows, yeah. Right. Yeah, snaking yeah, yeah. through things and doing all the cool shit. Um, and it looks great. Um, I agree with Alex. It looks a little faker, but yeah. it's very silky smooth. Mm-hmm. I think it just loses, like, I think because he was really playing to that 70s aesthetic in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. It just made it feel a bit more grounded and a bit more more real but because he's like got even though this is still set in the 70s he's got 40 million and more toys to play with that you kind of i don't know it loses a a slight sort of personal touch it just doesn't feel like a real house yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. it feels like a set yeah all the way through so one of the kids is a zoetrope because you know that's what you had to have in those days Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you didn't have no uh, no iphones can you believe it if you're listening if you don't know what zoetrope is go and google it but essentially, it's a very, it's like an at home version of an animation. Do they actually make sound like that? Like a clackety sound? No, like when they wind it yeah, up and like play the song. You could get one to do that, but that, that seems like an expensive one to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> Again, where are they getting that money from, huh? 
Maybe you should buy some biscuits with that money, mom. Oh my goodness. I wanted biscuits, that boy. <laughs> so what's happening? Uh, yeah, one's got a tent out in the corridor of upstairs. I hated that immediately. Yeah. I, I, hate, I mean, I hated that because I knew it was going to exactly. come back and spook us. Yeah. Well, there's a wardrobe <laughs> again, which I think like they're putting in there to be like, ha ha, you remember the first one? Yeah. The wardrobe. Yeah. But they never use it. No. Because now they have a tent. And again, he's good. He's, he's already setting up Zotrope. He's setting up the tent. He's mm-hmm. setting up a whole bunch of stuff to show here the things I'm going to play with. And I think he does that very, very well, James Wan. Yeah. Um, the two sisters sleep in the same room. Two of the brothers sleep in the same room. There's other kids. I don't know. Some of them don't matter. Some do. And the smoking one, who now I know is Janet at this point. I did not. Mm. Has a homemade Ouija board. Yep. So they get on it and they ask if dad's ever coming home and if there are any spirits listening. And that's the only time that we get referenced really to the father other than yeah. later on when she says that he took all his records and, right. mm-hmm. and had some babies with someone around the corner. So we're setting up this idea of this broken home. I will say the first conjuring, they were meant to have no money. They have this palatial estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one, yeah, I do feel it looks more like a set, but I do feel like they're hard up. Like, sure. Yeah, yeah they have for some sure. Toy I contradictions, mean, they're but the house feels living like, yeah. over a weird, de- like, river. Yeah, no, they're living <laughs> yeah. on a swamp, <laughs> yeah. which is impossible. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we find out later that it's council housing and that she's applied for yeah. a different mm-hmm. council house. Exactly. Oh, what was I going to say? What were you just talking about? The Ouija board. Oh, yeah. I like that that sort of sets up the expectation of, oh, we're going to get our first little spooky here reaction and um, and that they didn't. No, yeah. They, they zoom they right in react. and you think, oh, it's going to move when they put yeah. it under the bed. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. I think it's great. Uh, he's very good at playing with your expectations. But that's yeah, it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> so, these kids, by the way, some of the accents were bothering me. So, I yeah. tried to look into them. Some you can't get any information on where they're from. One is definitely from Australia. One is yeah. definitely from America. Mm. They're all doing these British accents. They're not always great. Yeah. But yeah, some of it was a bit sort of. The accents throughout the entire thing I thought were all over the place. It's like they were in Oliver or something. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of weird because, like, just get some British kids if you're going to. But again, they probably didn't shoot there. So, I don't yeah. know. Uh, the main girl, Janet. She's already teleporting downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> which is very weird. Uh, we're going back to the three bangs on doors, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. Uh, there were too many bangs in Annabelle. Yeah. And he just keeps his camera moving the entire time. I think yeah. since the beginning of the movie, it hasn't stopped moving. It's just like restless all the time, <sighs> which gives a good personality. It gives a good creeping feeling. Your eyes are always trying to like take things Yeah, in. to figure out what's going on. But yeah, as we mentioned, the basement of the house we're going to see here, she goes, the mother goes down with a friend to do some washing. And it's just insane. Like, yeah. It's like a different dimension. Swamp. Like yes. Yeah. Cesspool. Of- I mean, that's a hot... Yeah, it's so ridiculous. But the mold would kill them before the ghost yeah. does. Like it's- <laughs> well, maybe there was a point well, where I was thinking when they were down like later in the film, I was like, is there a gas leak? Maybe there's a gas leak. And yeah. they're just hallucinating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, well, and later we find out that there's just like one board that's keeping that floor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's keeping everyone from falling into the swamp beneath them. Yes. No. So, the Becky Rivers show, we're going to get the Warrens on there. They're being interviewed. And then there's someone called Stephen Kaplan who's trying to tear them down on TV. <laughs> it says he so thinks the moon is made out of green cheese. in the England house yet, have we? Not yet. Not well, yet. no, we've had a teleport. Yeah. Um, so, sort yeah, of. just where she's like working up somewhere. Yeah, so yeah cool. but it I could be. It could be yeah. Did we have the... Uh, did the fire truck incident happen yet? No, 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 yeah. no, no, okay. no, 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 no. Because there's also like the first girl in the bed. I'm just looking at my jumps here. <laughs> Thanks. Um, 
Yeah, so they're talking. I do appreciate this. This is something which the producer and director wanted to get across. Is yeah, people don't always believe the warrants. So we wanted yeah. to put in people, you know, trying to tear them down, which they do. But again, they're doing it to reinforce our belief in the warrants, mm-hmm. you know, to show them as sympathetic yeah. and all this stuff. Uh, whereas I'm really with Stephen Kaplan on this in terms of saying, no, you guys are fakes. Uh, two of the kids back in England are watching the zoetrope of the Crooked Man. So the Crooked Man is a is a classic. I think it's British. Maybe it's somewhere else in Europe. I don't know. Like nursery I'd never rhyme. heard of it. I'll be honest. I've vaguely heard of it. It's not something I knew. I had to after a first sort of film go and look it up and find out, okay, it's a nursery rhyme mm-hmm. sort of thing. And yeah, they're singing. They're trying to learn his nursery rhyme, essentially. Why we need to add things that aren't already in their room, I don't know. Yeah. Like we've got plenty of things to play with anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm fine. Despite his mother telling him not to, the little... It's a stuttery kid who eats the biscuits, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Stuttery kid who wants the biscuits. He eats too many biscuits, so he needs some water. Yep. So he heads downstairs. Oh. Shanna starts making the noises that she's going to make for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm... Oh, God. There's a swing outside swinging by itself. Janet's having a bad dream. You see dream. a reflection in the, in the... I saw some sort of reflection. We didn't go yeah. back and check what it was, if it was crew or yeah. mm. the crooked man or something. I don't yeah. know. Janet's having a bad dream. And then the sister sees her sitting up and talking to someone, but she's doing both voices, but one sort of half a voice. It's not like a full mm. yeah. little yeah. voice yet. Uh, and Shannon, I've written down, is like a tiny foghorn. <laughs> yeah. I've got jump to girl in bed. She's just going. <laughs> There's definitely a jump in there somewhere. <laughs> I have to release it. I have to release it. Uh, that's the sound. Then we, then we get this whispering of, this is my house. Uh, Janet gets back into bed. Her sister leaves the light on, which I appreciate. You're all like, yeah. leave the light on. Yeah. Yeah. You did. I appreciated that as well. Then the boy walks back upstairs and there's an old man in the living room chair. If you blink, you'll miss it. Mm-hmm. He's there. And then he kicks a fire engine into the tent. And then we it's fantastic. Oh, fantastic. wait. So there must be, there's another jump. Because I've got girl in bed, jump two, and then there's jump three, stay away from Billy. Or stay away. Why is it from Billy? Hmm. It must be when one of the girl, when the girl, oh yeah, she, because she turns around. She yeah, has yeah, a light yeah. on, oh, she yeah, turns she around does. and she's oh, like, God. stay away. Oh, I remember. Oh, I'm playing with Billy. <gasps> there it is, yeah. So that was jump three. Jump three. <laughs> Why did you make me remember jump that? Jump three. what this podcast is. I'm trying to I'm enjoying forget. the pacing of this film so far. I am. I think it's not quite as masterful at doing the, you know, like before you get like the people who are being spooked and the Warrens and it bounces yeah, back and yeah. forth. I feel this one's a little bit more lethargic mm-hmm. and I think the extra running time doesn't necessarily have to be there. It could trim it a little bit yep. tighter. But yeah, I think the pacing's good. I think the suspense is great, particularly in the scene where the kid comes back and he's mm-hmm. kicked the fire truck in. And then he thinks, like we think, mm-hmm. that it's going to come out again for yeah. whatever reason he thinks that. And then he keeps looking and it happens like four times. I really, yeah, I really love that because... And I, and I love how he changes who the camera follows. So I think the first two times we go with the kid to the tent and then mm-hmm. back uh-huh. to the room. Back to the kid to the tent. And then on one of them, the kid goes back and we stay on the tent. Yeah. yeah. And then we go back to the kid and then the fire truck yeah. comes into the room. It's really intelligently thought out and yeah. just completely just makes it even more bewildering as to how why James Wan could not put any of this into Insidious 1 and 2. Yeah. Because he really thinks through these camera moves so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then it just suddenly appears without you seeing it come out of the tent. Yeah. Which is great. So he, he decides to walk to the tent and push it back in. Yeah. But then there's a grown man scream from no. That scream was intense. I didn't expect the scream. Neither did Shannon. It was jump four. 
his Ted truck scream. <laughs> so he wakes up his mother. She hears something downstairs and heads to investigate. Janet is sitting in the chair in the corner of the room. To be fair, we're only like, what, 15, 20 minutes into this movie yeah. at this point? Oh, it gets going. And at this point, I'm already like, this is... I, no. This is full James Wan roller coaster. He's, having fun. He's, having yeah. fun. He's going for it. We get this great pan here as well from her sitting there in the chair to the window mm-hmm. and rain coming down. And then you're yep. in a different yeah, day. Yeah, that was cool. And it's all smoothly done. Janet's eating a sandwich watching TV. Because she got a fever. The mom, mm-hmm. When the mom finds it, she has yeah. a fever, so she has the day off. You're a lucky kid. Yeah. To be alone in the house. Yeah. Yeah. And that thermometer and the radiator when no one's looking. Mm-hmm. Handing it back. Oh, yeah. my God, you're dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Channel keeps changing on the TV and then the remote disappears um, and just heads over to the armchair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thunder and the TV goes out. She sees him in the reflection of the TV. Jump five old man TV chair. (laughs) And then the remote (laughs) drops to the floor as he screams, my house. Jump six old man, my house. (laughs) I write down, not as scary when you actually see him because he's just an old dude shouting at you and yeah. particularly if you are british and like oh great it's just some old english geezer she's going my house get <laughs> out of my house <laughs> maybe because i was watching it through my fingers it was scarier but i was up until that point i was like this is spooky 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 loving the build and then i see him I'm like, oh, okay we're gonna have that problem again if i don't always like seeing them yeah, yeah. he got away with it just in the conjuring and this one I'm like is this really what we're going to be scared of it's just an old grumpy man who's just like liked his house no yeah. there's so much more oh there is more so now we're going to go back to the Warrens. Ed oh. is painting the nun. Because <laughs> did he say he had a dream about her? Yeah, he had a dream. Yeah. This that he had to get it out. Yeah, to get it out. <sighs> Lorraine's looking at it, but not telling him quite yet. Now I don't know if you noticed, Shannon, but in this movie, four times in the background, Valak is spelled out. Yeah, I Apparently did notice five that. Times. Only after times? she yeah. says Valak, they come up with a name. I then, because I was like, what? There are weird letters that are emphasized in that in kitchen thing. scene. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so you got about, well, some people count that twice because it's kind of written twice behind them on the breakfast table. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, apparently there's one by the sink that we missed. Yeah, I saw that one. It's in like letters. It's in, it's like an actual sign. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, I got that one down. Because got- I got the one by her there, yep. which was sitting at the table to her right. Then there was the one behind him on the windowsill. Yeah. And then we're going to have two later. And then two in the uh, reading room. Yeah, which we'll get to. We'll and then there was one by the sink? I think the one behind her is by the sink, because that's the sink that's it, over there. Is it? Right. Yeah. I don't, I, when I was looking up, I could only... Because I only saw four, and then I looked it up and only found people saying there were four. So, here it says... Appears five times. The first is along the kitchen window in colorful cutout letters right behind Ed. So, we got mm-hmm. that. Second is along the, along the edge of the wood kitchen counter right. in raised letters. They're just to the right of Lorraine. Uh, you see them again when she's standing at the sink. Oh, mm. which right. I didn't we did see. We did miss one. Um, yeah, we'll get to the other two in a bit. Yeah. Yeah, which I do like. I mean, they're pretty obvious. I remember the first time yeah. seeing this in the cinema, I was like... Why did it say phallic? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not quite as subtle as, the, as they feel it is, but still, it's nice that they're doing that. I think it's cool. Janet has tied herself to her bed so that she won't sleepwalk. Mm-hmm. And her sister decides this is the night to put headphones on. <laughs> <sighs> yep. <laughs> but I do love these edits. Like Janet just suddenly wakes up, head hit yeah. in the floor, mm. half out of the bed. Clearly like, you, I mean, they're still trying to play it like you could think it's either way. She's half undone herself in her yeah. sleep, mm-hmm. you know, or the ghost is doing it. Um, three bangs on the door again. Boom, 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 boom. 
great not not subtle bangs which i love mm-hmm. um she investigates as shannon would hello no, no, one there. no one's the there. armchairs rocking yeah so she runs back to bed there's a noise and then the chair just moves across the room and, and then the that opens. is jump seven oh. mega scream <laughs> moving chair <laughs> It was, a good, it was a good one. That was a good one. Door swings open, footsteps, so she decides let's hide under the covers. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then you hear the... Oh. Her sheet is oh, like yeah. ripped off her, and then her sister finally wakes up as their bed starts shaking like crazy. Mother mm. wakes up, and Janet has a bite mark on her shoulder. Runs into the room, and the drawers go flying at the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she finds, first of all, she finds the Ouija board and then shouts That's right. to them That's right. to get yeah. back into bed. And then, yeah, the drawers just fucking slide across the room. We're not going to get into that bullshit of older parents don't believe in the kids. Just going to find out straight away. Shit is happening. <laughs> Jump eight. <laughs> Shannon is still jumping. As <laughs> so they run out of the house straight away to their neighbors across the road, the Nottingham residents who do get a title card. Alex is presenting his poop bag from his pocket. <laughs> Was it necessary for this film? Uh, no. no. Okay. no. Speaking of poop bags, they have a dog at the Nottingham residence. That's got a segue. Well done. Who has a little bell that he rings when he wants to go out. James Wan going, going to set up another thing I can do later. Yeah, mm-hmm. fucking hate. So many little mechanisms mm-hmm. going on. Love it. Cops turn up, which is great. You don't normally have this stuff. Like, they yep. got out. Yeah. They went to the neighbors. This is how you can tell it's based on a true story. Mm-hmm. The cops hear something in the house and then a female cop asks for a chair from the kitchen. But as soon as they get it, the chair moves across the room and the police bail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we can't really help you, man. They yeah. make like a Christian and get the fuck mm-hmm. out of there. And they're like, well, we can put you in contact with a priest. Yeah. That's yeah. about it. Again, we'll get into it all at the end. But we'll say the, the that cop, there's only one cop, I believe, but did actually testify to seeing a chair move across the floor. In there. What? Oh. <sighs> Yeah, now we're back with the Warrens, and this is the scene where we get two more Valaks on the bookshelf behind her. I didn't notice like any of these because um, I couldn't watch the scene. And on the little bracelet of their daughter, who's making a little thing oh. that says Valak on her bracelet as well. Is it the same girl playing the daughter? It is. It is, yeah. 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 And this is meant to be, I mean, we'll, they'll get to it later, but they say it's like seven years later at one point, which confused the fuck out of me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because the daughter's definitely not seven yeah. years later. Yeah, yeah. Um, a figure walks by. And then the nun is standing down their hallway. Mm-hmm. Shannon doesn't like the nun. That's no. What I'm, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, she hates the nun. I really dislike the nun. <laughs> Too much Catholic school. This shot is a big nod to The Shining. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually the same wallpaper as they use in the shot with the two. Oh, I think with the two girls. And Excellent. Yeah. There's a painting of the first house in uh, Ed's room. Mm-hmm. And actually one of Ed, Ed was a painter and it was one of his, not that, but it's one of his real paintings actually up in that room, which is nice. Did he paint this one? <laughs> You're holding up the House of Darkness, House of Light novel oh. uh, mm-hmm. by the Parents' daughter? No, he did not. Someone painted no, it. No, no, someone did paint it. Yeah. That's accurate. Otherwise, it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Uh, and he also has his painting of the nun, which he's he has framed. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. hung it on the fucking... What the... F- what is wrong with him? They're mm. very used to this stuff. They just think it's a, it's a healthy way to deal with these things. No, it's not. <laughs> and it makes for a fucking awesome scene because she looks great. creepy. Her eyes look alive. And then when you turn the lights on, her expression slightly changes. And yeah. she looks more painted with the lights on yeah. than with them off, which is fucking cool. 
It happens twice. Then a reel-to-reel tape recorder starts to play like Christmassy songs. Mm-hmm. Lights turn off. Happens again. She gets closer to it. And then when she tries to leave, all the doors close. And then the nun shadow. Jump nine. Door slam in the painting room. <laughs> then a nun shadow walks across the room. Uh, I mean, we're so way cool. out of subtlety, but it's really cool. Yeah. And then it walks in front of the painting. So, it's framed right with the painting mm-hmm. being its face. Loving it at this point. Hands start to come out from behind the painting yeah. in a kind of ring kind of way. <sighs> uh, what I'm not so keen on is then it runs at her with CGI teeth through the painting. Jump 10, the nun painting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's only the last moment. The rest of that scene, they really have me. That last mm-hmm. moment, I'm like, Meh. yeah. Right, a bit yeah, when they, when they show the teeth, it, it gets a bit silly, isn't it? Don't need to. And it's a bit later when she's smiling. It's a bit later when she looks upset. And I'm like, oh, no, you ruined it. I keep hearing things. <laughs> Um, yeah, Lorraine is now in the basement again. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the nun says that she wants Ed. Well, she doesn't say it. She points at him. Mm-hmm. She's like, what do you want? Yeah. She points, your mm-hmm. hot boyfriend. He's good at plumbing. Yep. He can play the guitar. He's really, he he's cars. great. Mm. I think we've discovered that James Wan just wants to break him off a piece of Patrick Wilson. Yeah. 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 Because, again, allegedly, and I don't want to speak ill about the dead, but we covered it in the first Conjuring. Potentially, Ed Warren wasn't the nicest man in the world. Right. Maybe it was. Who knows? But from what, yeah, people, some people have claimed. Um, so, this is, is a weird way to portray him. That's just really, he's a fucking superhero in this film. Yeah, he really is. But so, we get to see him speared through the chest with a huge CGI branch in this scene. Mm-hmm. We get Jump 11 in here. Yep. The yep. non-scream. There we go. Yep. Yeah, that tracks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, a guy from the TV in the UK comes to talk to the mother in Enfield. Jump 11, we're not even like halfway through the film. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Are Great. you thinking you might tip the 15 <laughs> scale? Oh, I know I did. A hundred percent. Maybe. It's hard to know, isn't it? It's hard to know. Oh, God damn. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, the, uh, then they're going to get a, little, a whole bunch of different like interviews with people. We've got the crossing lady. We've got the photographer. Uh, photographer we got the cops they're all saying that they saw something in a house again this is all true there were mm-hmm. a lot of people mm-hmm. who said that spooky things happened or they saw these spooky things they really i mean some of them are much smaller tiny things which you're like okay that was probably nothing at all and then mm-hmm. they yeah. lump it into the bigger picture of it all but there are yep. definitely a few which seem okay morris gross now he's a guy who's turned up who's kind of very much trying to be on their side and prove that this is real and get evidence mm-hmm. that this is actually happening he has no doubt that it's all true However, Franca Patente is here. Yeah. Great German actress, Lola mm-hmm. from Run, Lola, Run herself. Also, Born Identity is probably our American audiences will know her better. Um, haven't seen her in a while, and it's really sad to see her in just a small part in a film like this, because she's great. And she doesn't believe. She does not. She's, she's skeptic. skeptic. No. I thought um, that Morris guy, I was like, oh, he looks very cartoony and kind of silly. And then I saw a picture yeah, of the real, the real guy, picture. Yeah. And he looks exactly it's, the same. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, unfortunately, some British people in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is how they looked. Yeah, so they try to talk to the ghost in an interview. And then Janet starts growling and all the lights start pulsating. And then he takes over and he announces that he's Bill Wilkins. He's 72 years old. He went blind and had a hemorrhage and then died in the armchair in the corner of the room. And when asked why he's doing this, he says he likes to hear them scream. Yeah. Which is not accurate later, but are we meant to believe 
that this is Valak talking through him? I think so. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know. The whole, like, what we'll get to, the, the like, a demon within a demon sort of thing is confusing to me. It is, because at this point, I'm definitely trying to play it off. Like, he's got his own intentions. And for me, they're not that scary, to be honest. For me, mm-hmm. it's like, as soon as it's this guy, I'm like, all right, whatever. It, the film's still, you know, doing things well, but the mm-hmm. actual, it's like, okay, he's just a grumpy old man who died. Which, sure, I would rather he wasn't in the house. It sounds spooky, but it's not like the fucking witch Bathsheba from the first one or something right, like that. You right, know? right, right. Because also here, does he, doesn't he say he's looking for his family? Uh, yeah, he yeah. does. Oh, no, or is he, that later? No, that's later, I think, when he's speaking to the Warrens. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shannon. Uh-huh. What are you going to do? We have some show and tell now. Oh, I fucking hate. So, yeah, the ghosts came and cut out that little bit, but probably for the best because <laughs> yeah. we'd spend about 10 minutes watching clips from the actual interview that is done in this film. And you can go on YouTube, check it out, type in Enfield Haunting or whatever, find a real clip. BBC. BBC. Yep. Well worth watching because essentially what you have are two girls clearly having a laugh, laughing at each other, joking. One of them literally says it's not haunted. The other one tells them to shut up while they're giggling. They can't stop smiling. It's kind of the way that she sort of looks towards the interviewer as if yeah. sort of to kind of get direction. Mm-hmm. I, that's the sense that I got of just like when he was like, are we going to hear the voice now? And she was just yeah. kind of like. Oh, do you want yeah. me to do it? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of that. Now, I mean, you know, again, gross and some other people that they brought in and they found like ventriloquists and people to try and see how the voice was happening. And that has been mystifying to many, many people. However, it mean, is it more likely that this girl is able to access parts of her vocal cords right. and it's just one in a billion people who can do something pretty magical with throwing her voice at her young age when things are more flexible like yeah. that? Or that she's possessed by a guy called Bill and messing up everything she's saying and contradicting I mean, she didn't even one. say Bill. She said yeah, she had it, multiple voices. Dirty multiple Dick. Voices. Well, dirty dirty dick. dick was Stuart. one of them, Stuart. Well, but Dirty Dick. That was Stuart. Is very like, because <laughs> so this was the 70s, right? So like Nixon would have been the president in the US and he was Dirty Dick. True. And it's very important to know that this is all happening at a point where the exorcist has just come out. Um, mm. And again, exorcist 2, I believe Heretic was in the cinemas when this all started happening. Oh, in okay. So it's very much in public conscious of kids wanting to do this stuff. Uh, we will get to the levitating later, which I feel is the nail in the coffin to so many of their claims. But still, the big thing is like, yeah, over 30 people claim things have happened. So either there was a big sort of, you, you have that thing of a public conscious where people start to think that things yeah. are happening because they believe other people have seen it happen. Mm. Or maybe there is something a little spooky in a house or some energies that are doing certain things. I do not believe that these girls in any way have anything spooky going yeah, on. Yeah, it's very hard to watch that and be convinced by what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's great when that sort of stuff actually exists. <laughs> and, you know, and then when you, you compare that to what they filmed and yes. how they showed it. Yeah. That's what I want to show. You totally see that different. scene where she's talking about when they're saying, like, how are they talking? It's Angela behind my back and she's yeah. on the swing. And you see how they're interviewed when she like, I just missed that bit with you guys, but mm-hmm. you got the tail end of it. It's like, how, where, what's happening? It's like, oh, it's like uh, behind us talking. Yeah. 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 It's like, are they talking through? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's yeah. completely different. That little bit. And also, I think it's very important and delicate how you treat true stories because you, mm-hmm. you manipulate it so much in film. Anyway, it's nighttime. Zoetrope has started by itself inside the tent. Um, there's definitely no crooked man in the real story of the Enfield. Yeah. Uh, the kids are all sleeping at the neighbors across the street, which I like. They're all being sensible. This mm-hmm. did all happen. The neighbors were very involved with everything. Uh, the dog bell then starts ringing. Ding, 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 ding. Stupid motherfucker. The little kid goes to check it out. Let's let this dog out. However, 
in maybe the best progression of exclamations of what the fuck I've ever heard from anyone. Shannon goes from <laughs> curiosity to disbelief to <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> this bit turns into the crooked man. Yeah. But like you said at the time, Shannon, I mean, you mentioned like it looks like claymation. It does. And was it deliberately meant to look like that? They definitely do some weird frame rate thing to try and make it seem like it's inside a zoetrope. Yeah. Because when you're looking at it in a zoetrope, it's going to have that flickering mm-hmm. yeah. style of animation. And they definitely try to replicate that, at least at this point. I don't think they do later. Yeah, it looks weird. It, it looks did. weird. And there's nothing else in The Conjuring like this. This is full yeah. on just, okay, it's just a kid's monster movie kind yeah. of thing. It's so weird. So weird. And spoilers, the Crooked Man's getting his own spin-off movie. So. What? Yeah. People want that? I mean, they've been trying to do it for years. Whether it's now in development hell, I don't know. Does that mean we have to watch it? Yeah. No. It's part of the universe. It's part of the universe. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hate everything. <laughs> but I, that's funny because I thought the Crooked Man, that was just, again, a manipulation by Valak because... It was a toy that they were familiar with that played on their fears. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know. I'm a little confused. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I don't understand. And it was so scary. It was spooky. You found a crooked oh, man Oh, yeah. Sorry. Spooky? Yeah. She did. Jump I did. 12. I jumped. <laughs> the crooked man. <laughs> I mean, it's scary I- when the dog first sort of starts to turn into him. You are like, what the fuck? Yeah. But then you expect him to cut away and it's something else, you know, mm. and it's more. But no, they just go full out. It's just a big yeah. CGI old dude with top hat. Yeah. As it was happening, it because it was like. I didn't expect it was going to turn into the crooked man like that. I was expecting like it was going to be the old man or something that we've yeah. seen. Well, your favorite than none. Oh, boy. Um, uh, it looks like he's from Nightmare Before Christmas. That's what it, it really does. Yeah, it really does. Like pro- it, it, well, that's why like my progression of like what the fuck is happening was very much like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> like terrified. And then you actually see the thing and yeah. it looks like a claymation yeah. jack. Which, which makes me more convinced Disney should do their live action Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> it is live Yeah, action. like for that that moment. That sort of broke for me a little bit. Where I was just like, oh, oh yeah, it pushed the boat way out. Yeah, like we're in a whole different universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for sure, he knows at this point they're doing the Conjuring universe. They're billing this as part yep. of the Conjuring universe by now. You know, mm-hmm. so they're trying to do this stuff. The parents turn up. They all hear him, um, but it's actually Janet who walks through. We see the crooked man's shadow, but then it turns into Janet. Her eyes turned yellow. Things are flying around. Now all I'm picturing is the girl from the interview. Just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You think, Smiling. You think the overhang in the film is bad. <laughs> yeah. We get another freeze frame, which is a little weird. And then we cut to the church. We're playing the tape of the interview that we've, we've all just been talking about uh, to the Warrens and saying they don't want to have anything to do with it because they think it might be a hoax. Mm-hmm. But just in case it's not, the Warrens should go check it out. And then we finally find out what Lorraine saw seven years ago, she said. Yeah. So, to be fair, I guess that was at the exorcism, which they said was, what, four months before The Conjuring, I think it was? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, which was still put The Conjuring on six years ago. Let's be generous. Which means all this is six years later. How old was her daughter in the first one? She was... She was uh, like maybe... Seven? Seven, yeah. Yeah, actually, that makes she sense. She like 13 in this. Was she yeah. 13? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I mean... So, it can't be the same actress then. Because also... But it's been, what, three years or something? I because we're the same Okay, actress, so timeline-wise, The Conjuring 1 starts with them talking to the college girl or the nurses about Annabelle in 1969. Mm-hmm. And then right, The Conjuring takes place... Like a year after that or months after that? At, at some point they stipulate and we, we said it and I think it's like four months or five months or something yeah. like that. 
Because it was alarmingly close when she'd had that experience. And yeah, yeah. Away. So then we've got, yeah, and then this is in 77. So, yeah. Yeah. If it's math. Mm-hmm. Math works out. Um, Shannon's on finding out if that girl's played mm-hmm. by the same actress. We appreciate it. I'm going to try to. Uh, yes, at this exorcism that we saw in The Conjuring, she saw the nun in the guy's eyes. I don't yeah. really know why. Whatever. Um, and she saw Ed's death. She thinks it's a warning that if they keep doing this, he will die. He thinks, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so at this point, and I think I, I was thinking this because I've seen the nun, so I kind of understand the origin a bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, same girl. But I'm still really. Mm-hmm. That's a weird. Choice, I guess though. what I was trying to figure out throughout this is who is Valak? Who is this demon? Why is she? Targeting the Warrens and this family. I mean, you know more than we do because neither of me and Shannon have seen the nun yet. So mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember. How does it say how old she is? I'm intrigued if they like aged her down in the first one or aged her up in. The I time. I would assume so. Let's see. So yeah, the Warrens decide they're going to go to England. They arrive She's there. Fourteen right now. Oh, all right. Well, and this was, what, a few years ago? Mm-hmm. Okay, so she was nearly, she was probably in between both ages. Yeah. Like, slightly too old for the first, slightly too young for this, fair enough. Mm-hmm. So they arrive in England, Christmas music playing. I do like the Christmassy setting going on. There's a lot of snow happens in this, which is not accurate for England most of the time. <laughs> but there's also a lot of rain, which is accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learn here that without us seeing it, Janet levitated and they got pictures of it. They are going to show us the real pictures. These are the real pictures in the film. And they very purposely try to not let you see too much Mm -hmm. because, yeah, Ed starts to say, this kind of looks like she's just jumping off her bed. Yeah. Alex, do you mind bringing up the actual pictures um, of the levitation? Uh, Because there are a few of them. When you see the pictures, 100% she's just jumping off her bed. Right. The room, though, they've changed it shut and they've got full of crosses in there because all their friends gave them crosses. They have a lot of friends. Yeah. There's like 200 crosses. In yeah. So many, so many crosses. Okay. Here oh, are man. the photos. Here are the photos of her levitating. Here is the first one. She literally <laughs> I mean, leaps off the bed. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I have to, I have to really, bell- and this is, by the, way, by the way, anyone who's listening to this and really believes in ghosts, believes in paranormal, is getting angry with me for mocking this stuff. I'm not. Again, I do believe in spiritual things. I don't believe in the Bible, so I don't believe in that side of ghosts. But we'll get into it more in a wrap-up, how we all feel about ghosts and maybe what the series made us feel about ghosts. Good set design, though. they got all these posters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really they cued it properly. But I have to embellish, this is the UK's number one proof of hauntings. Mm. And America's number one is probably the Amityville. She First, looks like one of the brothers from the Bee Gees. <laughs> she, she does, does kind she of. Does. She does. But isn't that, isn't that alarming? Like, yeah. the Amityville proven to be a hoax, pretty much definitively. Mm-hmm. Enfield, it's obviously a fucking hoax. Now, if there was any, there might be something that happened around it, but they're not the big things. Yeah. I mean, that just looks, yeah, it does look like she's just leaping up. She's 100% just leaping up. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Which, which is upsetting to me, because I do, I want to believe, not necessarily in the hot, nasty things, but that, you know. But that stuff, magic stuff, is happening in the world. I don't Shanna wanna, doesn't want. No, I want. I want to. I wish I could go back to who I was before today. Don't you feel happier now? You've seen all this stuff. No, no, I don't. Did you just my eyeballs, or is Alex's screen very red when we look at it from? Oh yeah, I've got like a uh, a thing on there. Cool, just checking because I was like, "What? Have my eyes broken? <laughs> What's happening?" Yeah. So Lorraine says, "Oh no, sorry, sorry." 
levitated, blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, room seems for crosses, blah, blah, blah. Lorraine goes over to talk to Janet. This is where they're bonding and they're sitting on the swings together. Um, and she creepily says that the voice is coming from behind her, like she's being used. And then, yeah, it says negative entities feed off of you when you're down. Mm-hmm. Which this whole scene, well, course. well, this whole scene, they had like what I don't know what they're doing to the camera to make it look so like soft focusy on mm-hmm. Vera Farmiga and this girl's face. Yeah. It was distracting yeah. to me. I said, yeah, no, it was. It was a little weird. It was a little glowy, it was like yeah. angels talking to each other. Yeah, it was very. It was weird. Anyway. Yeah, this whole negative entities and it's entities feed off of you when you're down. I mean, it does kind of make sense, but it also is a great. It makes sense in terms of how many people, when they're in these terrible situations, they might make right. this stuff up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway. So they get Janet to sit on the chair, and then they put water in her mouth. In all my research, I could not find that this ever happened. And even in the movie, they're smart enough to really show, oh, maybe it didn't really happen. Because mm-hmm. she puts water in her mouth, and then apparently Bill refuses to talk with them all looking at her. So then yeah. they have to turn away, give them perfect time to spit the water out, and then put it back in afterwards. So even in the movie, they're trying to say, mm, probably not <laughs> real. Mm-hmm. But it's a cool little bit, though, when she's out of yeah, focus. It yeah, it's a great. Really it's like cool I was bit. trying to figure out... If it was just like my eyes deceiving me, then yeah. it would be like, oh no, her face morphs. Yeah, her face literally does. changes into his face, but it's so out yeah. of focus, it's very subtle. It's very yeah. scary. That was really cool. It was it's a cool really little cool. Um, and it's a yeah, single cool shot. Trick. We get some great Patrick Wilson acting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, love it. Love it. And then he turns around and then watches her spit the water back out, so he thinks it's real. But Lorraine's saying she doesn't sense anything in the house mm-hmm. at all, which is making her think maybe not. Janet now wakes up stuck to the ceiling of the living room. I think we get a uh, jump 13 here when she <sighs> goes through the ceiling. She does. She goes through the ceiling. She goes yanked for it. And she looks at, she's looking at Bill in his chair first. And Bill yeah. pulls her yeah. through the floor to her old bedroom with all the crosses. Oh. And then all the crosses start to turn upside down. One, yeah, one, they one, do. One, one, one. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. So we've got jump 13 through the ceiling and then jump 14, which was a mega scream. Oh, this is a huge jump because for the whole time she's there, there's a long shot and he's clearly standing in the dark the yeah. whole yes. time. But Shannon, I think, doesn't see it because as soon as he emerges from the dark, one of the biggest screams of the Mega, <laughs> mega scream. Jump 14, Shannon. We are approaching your record. I think maybe only halfway through the film. That's insane. <laughs> um, so they try to free Janet from the locked room because she's stuck in there, but then Bill grabs her. And then tries to strangle her with the curtain. Yep, mm-hmm. and the mother sees her. And the mother sees the face. Oh, the face. Jump 15. All <sighs> made at the door. We've already hit the max amount that yep. Shannon's ever done in this show. All the crosses, though, are the right way around when they come into the room. Everything's reset itself. It's one swinging. I thought yeah. it was a state to begin with, but then they make a point. Yeah, no. That they've, they go, mm-hmm. oh, people are looking. Mm-hmm. Shy. Is there any, like, was that a practical thing? All those crosses turning in that scene or is it all just CGI? It would be very easy to do it CGI, make it look good. But it does look pretty real Mm -hmm. and it's something that wouldn't be that hard to do. It would take a little bit of orchestrating, but people would have to, like, essentially act. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, but it does look cool. It does. I do like, I like this as well. They're all in a Christmas pub in England looking at the photos of the bite marks, looking at all the photos from when they hadn't turned up and all the things, you know, the levitation, all that shit. Franco Patente. I think it's Patente. I don't know if it's Patente or Patente. Mm. Mm. Uh, she's there to be the dubious one. <laughs> I don't believe any of this bullshit. They're clearly jumping from the bed. And she's right. They're yeah, clearly they jumping are. from the bed. What's interesting in the film, though, is they don't use the actual photos, but they recreate them almost perfectly. So when you get at the end of the film, they show the, the two and they yeah. really have recreated perfectly. So they bring all the kids back in. To the house and and Ed saying to him, you know what? This is like when you're being bullied, like the stuttering kids being bullied. You you all you know gang together 
and and protect him you need to do that now for janet so they try to play some elvis music to relax and chill out lp's not working because bill doesn't want it but you know what bill can't stop the magic of patrick wilson yeah on an acoustic guitar yeah. there we go singing an elvis song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah maybe the most bewildering moment in a horror film i've ever seen so i wrote down in my notes here would you guys rather take the beach flashback, the beach flashback <laughs> oh. from Pondering One or the Elvis scene? Oh, I want Patrick Wilson to sing You want to the me. serenading? Yeah. I'll do yeah. the beach <laughs> You take the beach scene over this? Yeah, because it's shorter. This goes yeah. on for like it 10 does. minutes. It goes on for a really like long a time. like a fucking montage. It is yeah. very uncomfortable. It's With like so several shots where it cuts back to Vera Farmiga just, just like, like loving yeah, and loving and glowing she and is all about like, it yeah. everyone else is they're all sitting it's like oh life is wonderful with yeah. Patrick singing to us yeah <laughs> it's so weird mm. now Patrick's doing the plumbing yeah <laughs> just fixing stuff you did that in the first film it's just like doing the beats if he just yep. fixes stuff when he's yep. there why not because he's just a great guy he's a great guy yep the, so the guy's telling Lorraine the um what's his name Morrow forgot gross gross Whatever his name yeah. is. Morris. Morris. Yeah. Morris. The dude is trying to prove that it's all real and believes them. He's trying to tell Lorraine that it would be historic to prove that there was something after this. So she kind of worries. Again, painting the Warrens as if they're not the Huxes. Right. She's like, uh, that's not why you should be here. And then he says, like, his wife died in a car crash. Yeah, his wife died in a car crash. And so it makes him feel better to, like, like he wants to really prove that mm. there's life after. Because that'll be consoling for him, right? Yeah. I'm more interested in that. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't get anything else from him. That's it. Yep. That's our only reason for him being a That feels also a bit sort of insidious style. It does. You know, that that longing to communicate with the dead. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is. Patrick Wilson, meanwhile, he's wading into the swamp under the house to try and do some plumbing. <sighs> yeah. Like I said, she just called the council. Yeah. Shannon's not happy about any of this. I'm not happy about anything. <laughs> of course she's not, because it's jump 16, <laughs> man in the water. <laughs> we did. We're past 15, Shannon. We have a new high. The there question is, so many more how high go. is it going to go? <laughs> it's going to be, guys. Because Bill is- rises up behind him and then grabs the mother. He bites the mother as well. And then Patrick finds his dentures. <laughs> yeah, which I didn't understand and that. Just to at make sure, all. let me just put it on your arm. <laughs> well, lady. right, because it's the denture of the teeth yeah. that he's missing, yeah. but she doesn't have a bias. Well, he died in, so unless he was down there at some point and lost them, which there's no right. drop line about that, he died in his armchair, presumably with his dentures nearby. I would assume so. How they got down there, I don't, mm. I don't know. Yeah, there was a it's whole a during that whole water bit. I was like, they're gonna dis- like we, okay, they're gonna have a haunting here, but maybe they'll discover something. Bodies else. like in the yeah. water or something. Yeah, or like he was a murderer or something. Yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. insidious too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, just a grumpy old dude. Janet is staring at something, but no one else sees what she sees. And then in the kitchen, all the knives are stabbed into the table. Uh, she goes running in there after her brother, and then Janet disappears. Sorry. She, her brother she goes, disappears yeah. and it reappears in the kitchen, holding the kitchen knife, threatening her brother. Jump and then, 17. <laughs> and then all the kitchen doors close. Things get thrown around in typical poltergeist fashion. And when they reopen, all the spoons are bent. Yeah. All the sp- guys. Yeah. And an old mate, uh, kooky guy, believer, picks up one of the spoons yeah. and holds it so we can Morse. very clearly see it. And, th- and this stuff, I believe, was also true. Like, they were caught throwing stuff around and bending spoons. Oh, really? I believe so. I'm trying to remember. Like, I've read a lot of stuff. The sound guy follows breathing with his mic. I like this. They could have done mm-hmm. more with this. I, don't, I honestly didn't realize there was a sound guy there until this scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's very... It's weird. Very in the background. Yeah. 
Um, it's not the same as the first where we're like team no. assemble. I thought it would come with that team. Yeah, I would assume so as well. Or that like we would have some version of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping we get James 2 back in the next <laughs> Then they find Janet somehow bent and contorted into the walls. Yeah. yeah. Like around the plumbing or something weird. And then they get her out. They don't show you how to get her out of that. She's <laughs> just on the yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Because Patrick's magic like touch you just like hold her and pulls her in. yeah well because she was very contorted in there in a way where i was like that's like her body that's unnatural <laughs> yeah yeah she's dead yeah um franca patent says she has proof now that janet is faking it because she was recording from outside the kitchen window and shows footage of janet throwing things around in the room and then bending spoons and then we get a crazy cheesy moment between the warrens and janet as yeah. they all leave the house and yeah. janet's just there just Touching the window. I started a joke. Funny. I said the real girl looked like one of the Bee Gees. Right. Go. And we get some of the Bee Gees. Oh, Bee Gees song. Um, yeah, we got some, there's some real cheesy moments in this movie. Yeah, there really are. Especially, Especially like the music the gets soups cheesy. Yeah. Mm. Uh, soups is super for those of you who don't understand Shannon's vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Janet tells the siblings that it said it would kill them if she didn't make everybody leave. So now again, some legitimate reason for why... Even in real life, they might have faked a few things, you see, because they're trying to protect everybody. Are you two texting each other right now? Or <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty weird. You both know exactly the same time. Are you scared? Help. You scared? Help. <laughs> um, so yeah, we got some legitimate reason that they're trying to play. I think even on the true story of terms of like, oh, any fakery stuff they did was because they were trying to get people out right. of the house because it was dangerous and mm-hmm. all this bullshit. And then the tape falls out of the Warrens' bags when they get to the train station, makes an X. Which I, at first, when I first saw the film, I thought it was a cross, and it took me a long time afterwards. Whereas, oh, it's the crossing. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, overlapping, playing them at the same time because we're overlapping. He's a smart boy because I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Have thought yeah, of that. I didn't really get like what that was. I saw, yeah, no. So there have been these two occasions where they've they've recorded audibly Bill talking through her. And only one of them I really noticed. The one which is in the pipes and saying yeah. stuff. I didn't get they were really recording that. And it occurs to him, oh, they didn't make sense separately. But if we mm-hmm. put them together, it will make sense. So they play the messages together. And it says, help me. It won't let me go. Um, which I like. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that idea. But I just wish they'd shown it a bit better. You know? I wish they'd set it up a little better. Right. Um, had them listen to the bits before and say, oh, this doesn't make sense or mm-hmm. something. You know, just something to draw attention. instead. Of yeah, because it was like, kind of forgettable in those moments. And then to bring it back, I was like, eh? Yeah. Which bits? But yeah, it's a cool twist. And then Lorraine is suddenly literally physically hit. Yeah. (laughs) And transported to the house. Uh, Bill is in his armchair breathing. The nun is hanging out there. And she realizes it's all about the nun. The breathing man. Here we go. Insidious 3. Yeah. He's got like a gas cylinder and he's holding- Almost exactly the same. Almost exactly. I will say, I don't like Insidious 3. I will say that the way they portray the gas man in that is scarier. Yeah, I agree. Than the gas man in this. Yeah, we have a jump 18 here, Old Man and the Nun. Which is is Robert Redford's last film, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I guess I really don't like the nun. (laughs) So they head back to the house. Janet has gone full crazy, levitating her older sister, throwing her against walls. Mm -hmm. They all get locked out of the house. I didn't find this scene, because obviously it's sort of, well, not obviously, but it's kind of like a, a repeat of the scene from The Conjuring 1 where the mm-hmm. girl's getting dragged by her hair and thrown around. Yeah. But I didn't find this version as effective. No. And sort of visually sort of so shocking as, the, as mm-hmm. the first one. 
when the girl's getting dragged and they're like chasing her and holding on like that. I don't know, just the way that's shot and yeah, no, I agree. Um, edited is a bit better, I think. I agree. I mm-hmm. agree. I think I think there is a you know you go to such an extremity and it just loses the impact. It's a very delicate balance mm. to like show too much and not. Um, yeah, when they get there, there's this whole thing about the old man and the crooked man are just facades of the nun, essentially trying to hide the real evil. And then there's this quote that they're driving there and Lorraine's trying to figure out what does it, it mean? Because in her dream, he said, I'm given and I'm taken. I was there at your first breath. You didn't ask for me, but I will follow you until your death. So now they're into giving riddles yeah, as to how to defeat demons. Mm. And I'm just like, what is happening? And then, and yeah, the, the solution is the name. So they yeah. just need the demon's name and to speak it to it and it will be defeated. Which they kind of already knew from the first one because right, he shouted out yeah, Bathsheba to get his attention and then yeah, go, yeah. go back yeah. to hell or whatever. He said. Like, who's making these rules? James, James one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking weird. And then it's even worse that it's in the form of a riddle. Yeah, yeah. that a ghost gave them, wasn't it? You, that the old man gave them. Right? So, so tell he doesn't seem like you'd go for a riddle. Yeah. <laughs> and again, this, yeah, it, it was interesting because he, he was like the nun's pawn. He couldn't he couldn't go to heaven. Yeah. Because yeah. the nun was keeping him there. Yeah. Yeah. So she could get why? a soul. I don't know. Like yeah, that's what I'm yeah, confused about. Yeah, we don't about. know why. Like, why? Like, we don't know why, but she she's got it in for the Warrens. Maybe they've been interfering too much with her business or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. But that's not clearly illustrated. And what's really not clearly illustrated is why it has to happen in England. Why couldn't you yeah, just yeah. do in the Amityville one? Or why couldn't you mm-hmm. do just a different thing or just whatever? Yeah. But for some reason, she's determined to take over this one. Yeah. Drag them all the way to England and then try and kill Ed. Because fuck. What a bitch. Fuck that beautiful singing voice. <laughs> it's very weird. Ed heading into the basement. But he's got to go back into that water. He's desperate to get wet again. Uh, probably only just dried out. Yeah. Trying to get into the house because it's all locked down from the floorboards. And he gets trapped in there. So Lorraine's begging him in this fucking stupid scene, which is like, I can't lose you. No. Oh my God. It was so melodramatic. I could not handle it. Their relationship is amped in this one. So yeah. Much, and it's like, oh, it's too much. Yeah. But he does break into the house through the floor. He's like, I know I promised you that thing earlier, but fuck that. I got to break in through the floor because I am a superhero. Right. Yeah, I'm going to do this shit. Meanwhile, the neighbor's grabbing an axe to do another little shining. Of shining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a gas tap rotates and burns Ed's face. So for the rest of the mill. Jump 19. Ed gets steam blasted. <sighs> he does get steam blasted. Yeah. And he's wandering around <laughs> bewildered for the rest of the <laughs> Like a blind mole right. that's come out of his. <laughs> God bless hole. him. God bless him. Yeah, you can't see you here properly. And uh, there's a cool hand around <sighs> the door frame. Yeah. As he walks Shannon through. missed it, so he rewound it. Yeah, thanks for that. That's kind of us. Someone's mm. behind him as well, out of focus, but we can't really see who, so I'm intrigued with that, because it looked like red. It looked like Crooked Man. Did you think it was Crooked Man? Yeah, yeah. I think it's Crooked Man. Yeah. Interesting. Doesn't do anything. And then we get a real Lorraine moment, who's, who's channeling her best Jennifer Love Hewitt from I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. Spreads <laughs> her arms out in the rain. It's like, what's your name? Yeah. yeah. And then she's like, wait, I know your name. Mm-hmm. Because I asked for it. And then I wrote it down yeah. in my Bible. James Wan, unfortunately, didn't give it enough, like he didn't pan out far enough and spin around no, enough for the, for the general flow to get the full urban legends moment oh, i still know what you did last summer yeah. moment yeah no he's no jim gillespie i think was the director of that movie lightning strikes a tree down in the front yard and then we see the tree spike that's meant to impale poor old ed and then the zoetrope starts to activate itself the crooked man is right there 
when he looks up from it. Jump 20, Crooked Man in the tent. I mean, that's a better Crooked Man jump, to be fair. Like, that one looks, got me. I jumped. And what I fucking love is then the Crooked Man stands up and he's in the tent sheet. And I love yeah. that because you can't see it properly. Yeah. And that's much better. Really yeah. creepy. Then he comes out of a cupboard and starts running around like a mental <laughs> mental CGI creature. But eh, it's insanity. Honestly, the ending of this movie is it like... It really is. Yeah. It's a lot. I can't. I can't. It's a fucking Disney ride of just stuff. Not a Disney ride in any way, shape, or form. It's a Disney ride. ride. A horror show. (laughs) Not okay. Ed finds Janet by the window of her room, uh, echoing to uh, Insidious Part. Which one's that? No, Annabelle, actually. Annabelle. Sorry. I get muddled between all the movies. Yeah, Annabelle. Say that again? No, but the window jumping. Jumping the window. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just like Annabelle. Exactly. Like she blows that. out the window. Glass everywhere. Hazardous. Mm-hmm. Should be mm-hmm. careful. She goes to jump out, and then he grabs a midfall. It's pretty cool. Clearly, this didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else did, though. Yeah. And then the nun is there, hanging out uh-huh. in the room, in the corner, going ah ha ha ha. Perfect. My stupid my, teeth. All my planning <sighs> is yeah. finally paying off. Ed, my nemesis, too handsome. That man will die. Don't know why. The, and these smiling shots of the nun I really don't like. There's a bit where yeah, she's going, oh, the smiling. Stupid. Oh, but it's so creepy. Yeah. We had a, uh, what I like to call, 21 Jump Street. Oh, God. At this point. <laughs> yeah, we're on Jump 21. <laughs> Bedroom ballet. I really got to work out in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> And then Lorraine comes into the room and just says Valak to the nun. And then it looks like, oh, it looks yeah. so panicked. Yeah. Oh, you don't, oh, you know my name? Go yeah. back to hell. You know my name? And then it just evaporates into CGI, but not before turning into a literal winged demon. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we do get that little demon. So I looked ahead because I've watched the nun. So I just wanted to like yeah. see how it all connects. And yeah, it does it's the connect. same way that I looked at Annabelle creation and- it's interesting because at these two points in time, watching Annabelle and watching Conjuring 2, mm-hmm. you just have a real sense of like, what is, where is all, like, where is it's all this coming sense. from? Like, what are their motives? That's what you're saying. <sighs> to destroy Well, maybe, me. maybe not. We'll find out. Yeah. I hate it. Shannon's excited. I hate it. <laughs> I, fuck, I hate this bit. I mean, I do. I really hate this whole bit. I hate the nun smiling. I hate... To her turning into CGI, I hate her turning into a fucking demon. Mm-hmm. And this is like this is all James Wan doing the things that I thought he was smart enough not to do. Yeah. Which the Conjuring one tiptoed into it every now and then, but most of the part didn't. But for forty million, it's just like having too much power. It's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Because initially, when she said the name and she was like "Return to Hell," the first part of the just yeah looked like she was just going to disappear into the wall. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, cool, great. And then it was like. No. Yeah, yeah. Then it's like it's cheesy, like, not even, you know, like it looks like terrible Ghostbusters. Kind of <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ed nearly falls. Lorraine pulls him back in. She's a strong lady. Yeah. All he needed to do was say her name. I wrote down ha, 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 ha. Mm. Ed gives Janet his cross. Says, use this and then pass it on the name of the Lord. Yeah. Keep that Catholicism going. Mm. Right. Cheesy music. Cheesy dialogue. So cheesy. Oh, yeah. Oh, so cheesy. Another bad ending. All the, like, spookies made me feel nauseous. That really made me feel nauseous. Yeah, we're talking Disney. This is some Disney shit that happens mm-hmm. at the end, which was a bit like The Conjuring again. Some blurb then comes up about Enville saying some shit about it and blah, blah, blah. It says Peggy would continue to live there, which is true. Mm-hmm. And in 2003, died while sitting in the corner of the living room where Bill Wilkins died 40 years earlier. Not true. No, it is true. 
She did. What? She did die. Uh, she did not die in that chair. Yeah, I'd hope um, they got a new chair. Yeah, uh, but she did die in that living room of natural causes. So whatever. A lot of people who don't have money live in the house. And again, she lived there for forty years. Do you do that if all this shit happened? No, for real, and it wasn't no. a hoax. No, I no. burned the house down. You know, so people read that and they're like, "Oh my god, it means it's true." How spooky! She died in house. No, no, she stayed there for forty years. That means it's not fucking true. Yeah. Anyway. Ed, now he's got the zoetrope, another thing to go into their room. So he puts it next to the music box from the first one. Just constantly shoving things across in that right. shelf, which I'm not happy about. Respect respect the spookies. Annabelle's there hanging out in the background. Going, hey, remember mm. me? What a bitch. <laughs> yep. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hi. And then they dance to Elvis, smiling at each other. Mm. And we think, oh, what's the final spooky going to be? Yeah. The final spooky is going to be that that's the end of the movie to a yeah. freeze frame of them smiling. Yeah. yeah. But then we jump into the credits and there was something because we got jump 22 <laughs> in the credits, <laughs> which is our final jump. I can't remember what it was. But there was something in right I of those it credits. just like caught me off guard. Yeah. Oh, we have the audio of the interviews from the Hutchins. Yeah, which is, maybe like, that's what it is. I remember when I saw this in cinema going, oh my God, how nightmarishly terrible the ending was. And yeah. then they get to those audio clips and I was like, oh, that left me feeling a bit sick. Like, because it, uh, just yeah. to listen to the voice, it sounds like, oh shit, that sounds crazy. Yeah. But yeah, again, to watch the footage, not so crazy. So there we go, guys. The Conjuring 2. Shannon, you Woo! did it. 22 uh, jumps. 22 jumps. Substantial. I hate everything. Seven more than, than your highest. Uh-huh. Can we beat it another week? That's the fun game that I, we're playing. I really hope... I don't... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you feel a bit exhausted. You probably lost a lot of weight. Just with I do. I probably... I feel like I could go home and throw up. <laughs> like, I mean, it's every night. Um, oh, man. So, guys... We've talked about a lot of it, obviously, going through, but let's just kind of hit some of those again quickly. The hoax began shortly after the X's had come out and the sequels hitting theaters. The levitation was not how it happened. The photos showing her doing this were taken by Daily Mirror photographer, which Alex will appreciate. The high quality that Daily Mirror in <laughs> like photographies mm-hmm. and articles are. Oh, yeah. It couldn't be the lowest. It's like the lowest of oh, yeah. tabloids in England. Uh, Graham Morris did these photos, and it's clearly just her jumping off of a bed. Janet was quoted as saying... When talking about levitation, the levitation was scary because you didn't know where you were going to land. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh, boy. The real paranormal investigator scene was a guy called Leon Playfair. And the hauntings went on for 15 months, not for the duration that they're shown in the film. Okay. Now, guys. Guys, guys, guys. Uh-huh, Again, we talked about uh-huh. the voice that turned up once. Uh, and the paranormal investigator, Maurice Gross, told them, all we need now is voices to talk. You've heard that on the thing. You've also got the, it's not haunted. She replies smiling, blah, blah, blah. Like, you, everyone can go and check that out. Uh, other people claim to not know the history of the house when they moved in. have also had some hauntings in the house. But, you know, whatever. How would you not know? <laughs> it's like England's yeah. biggest haunting. Yeah. You're going to fucking know you're moving into that house. Yeah. But the thing that I don't want to talk about very quickly are our friends, the Warrens. Yeah. Yeah. I read some interesting stuff about them in this case. Oh, really? So the Warrens here are shown once again to be the heroes, swooping in, coming in from the hand of God to mm-hmm. sort things out, mm. save everybody, literally save everybody in this film. Like they do the job yeah. that no one else there can do. Leon Playfair is the guy, uh, Guy Leon Playfair is the guy that this film should really be about. The Warrens turned up for one day, uninvited. Because they had heard about this case thinking, oh, we can make money off of this. Hmm. And they literally spent the day just trying to tell Guy Leon Playfair how he can use this situation to make a lot of money. 
Oh, interesting. And then they fucked off again. Mm. Oh, funny. Yeah, I read a thing that they were trying to get in and they weren't they weren't allowed in the yeah, house. So they weren't invited. Yeah. So they did meet with him to talk to him. And that's literally all they spent the whole time was going, was like, this is how you can make lots of money off of this. Mm. And that's why it bothers me that we're yeah. doing these films that are really showing them as these here. Obviously, you know, things are made up for these movies, but they're the real names. You know, it's, and there's enough real fabric to this stuff. Yeah. That it does bother me that they're, <sighs> that they're doing it. With The Conjuring, they were at least there. You know, yeah. the Conjuring 2, they weren't here at all. They were yeah, there for yeah. one day and just literally just were like, yeah, let's make some fucking money. Here's how you can make some money. I think it's oh boy, pretty terrible. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. That's the movie. Yeah. The Warrens are terrible people. I want to know. Okay. Th- these are. So they repeatedly oh. act as though the Vatican is like calling for them. The church has, oh, only the Warrens can handle this. I mean, yeah. was there any sort of thing where the church is contacting the Warrens with this stuff? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. We should look into that when we get further in. Like in real life? Yeah, like right. in real life. Yeah, well, they just asked permission or was the church going, you're our guys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Because it does, they look like, they're like the Mulder and Scully of the church. That's yeah. kind of how this all frames them as. Yeah, 100%. And, true. and like the Catholic church, you know doesn't give a shit about anything so i should say also i only found this i heard this on a podcast and i found it validated for a couple of sources online it's not in all of the things talking about the truth and the not truth of this case Mm -hmm. the girls the hauntings obviously went away Mm -hmm. from this place it just dissipated it wasn't like a big dramatic thing there was no tree yeah there's none of this bullshit how it really happened was one i believe it was guy lee and playfair but one of the investigators uh, gave the girls a grease soundtrack Mm -hmm. and they really got into grease and then weirdly, oh God, all the hauntings just went away. Amazing. Get out of here. The things musical theater will do for your life, kids. Mm-hmm. Again, England's, England's most proven documented <laughs> spooky case. Yeah. Okay, where where does the... Uh, where does the nun we're come gonna, into we're gonna, we're gonna leave it a couple yeah. of things for you in a little bit. Uh, but before we do that, let's hear how people felt about The Conjuring 2. Because there's been some ups and downs in this podcast. And I'm hmm. intrigued where we're going to land. We won't know the placements until we get to the wrap up. So make sure you guys are keeping scores. This is at the bottom. <laughs> Alex, Conjuring 2, buddy. Conjuring 2. Well, I think it was definitely an improvement on um, Annabelle. It was nice to go back to these characters and to James Wan directing again. Um, I did have an issue, like I said very early on here, about it just feeling, yeah, feel like just a set and a soundstage and, you know, seeing their extra money and toys that he had to play with. Not that he was using them poorly. I think there were some really cool bits, but it just left me feeling less connected as I did to The Conjuring because that just felt so like embedded in that house that all felt very real and felt sort of yeah a bit more genuine but this film is like yeah it is like ramped up by a million compared to the first one and it does feel like yeah keep going back to that thing like it is a haunted house roller coaster ride and i i enjoy that i enjoy that thrill like it's 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 a great one to watch with friends i think and to um <laughs> Particularly this friend, um, you know, I this the this the spookies still personally for me, yes, yeah, some of them still frighten me, but it's also more of a an adrenaline rush. This one, like because it's that it is that roller coaster. I think there are some bits in it that are, yeah, just cheesy, 
we, we spoke about some of those moments. The the Elvis singing scene just is such a weird break and and not completely necessary. I think I think this film is too long. Definitely mm-hmm. too long. I think some of the fat could have been trimmed. I struggle even though I've seen it's it's interesting going back and realizing the ones that I've seen are all the films that bridge the gaps. Explain some bits because having watched these first three now, I'm like, wait, what are the motivations of these demons and spirits? Like, mm-hmm. how does it all connect? Because at the moment, I'm just like, where's this nun character come from? Why is she obsessed with them? Why is she in England? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't make enough sense to me if I step back and think about it sort of in a logical sense of like, how does it all fit? Again, like I said in The Conjuring 1, I do feel detached from the real story, like the the story of the Warrens. And I do, yeah, I do find it interesting to go and look at it afterwards and like see that interview with the girls. And for me, it's like, okay, yeah, that, it does make me very skeptical and it does create more of a disconnection where I can just be like, okay, this is just like an entertaining horror film. Like I'm not attached to the based on a true story thing at all. So, yeah, I guess I enjoyed it. I guess I enjoyed the ride. I don't think it's anywhere near as good or as interesting or as clever in the sort of ways that he tells a story as The Conjuring 1. I think in that there were just some really special moments of just how he paced the story and set it up. I mean, here you still have that that thing like he does follow through with everything that he sets up, whether he <sighs> goes against your expectations or or plays to them, he followed, he delivers, which wasn't happening in Annabelle, which was our frustration. Was mm-hmm. It was like, here are these setups. Eh, we may not come back to them. At least he does that. But I, I just feel that the first Conjuring just felt like it was, it was, it was just a bit more cleverly handled and, and narratively it was, it was told in a more interesting way. But yeah, a fun ride. I think it's a great one to, to watch with a bun- bunch of people and to just enjoy the ride because that's what it felt like. Well, I know one person sitting across from you who enjoyed the ride. Shannon, how are you feeling about The Conjuring 2? I hate everything. <laughs> I hate everything. All right. My thoughts. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, uh, I think The Conjuring 2, I hate it. <laughs> My like issue with it as a movie is that I think they sacrificed story in order to just scare the bejesus out of people like me. Mm-hmm. And that feels annoying and manipulative and makes me angry. And because like I am someone that those images, like I'm literally, I'm going to close my eyes tonight and I'm going to see the nun is what is going to happen. Like those images will fucking stay with me. Those like the horned demons that it's gonna be. I'm, I'm gonna think it's in the corner of my room. The yeah, horn, for, wait, the horn demon. Yes, I the will. CGI stupid, I, like buffy-looking horn demon. Yeah. For me, when I watch these films, it's not so much that I, because I'm like you, like mm-hmm. with spooky films like this, I, I find harder to let go, just mm-hmm. as far as like going to sleep, but but not necessarily in the sense of like I'm gonna see those ones from the film because. I can sort of detach myself and be like, well, let's just make up whatever. But it's the sense of things in the shadows. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, which then my own mind can create, no, no, like no, not necessarily connected to yeah. the film. Sleeping with the uh, lights on tonight, and if I can't sleep, I'm fucking calling you, asshole. <laughs> I sl- my phone's always on silent. So Great, I'll call Katie yeah. and see what happens. I'm calling you. I'm calling everyone. <laughs> James is asleep. He's got work to do tomorrow. I can't. Oh god. But no, I think the story of the Conjuring makes sense to me. Right, the first one. And that's arguably a great story. And there's motivation for the ghosts and there's motivation for why it's happening. This one, there's none of that, which makes it that much more frustrating because then we're just like throwing scary spaghetti at a wall. That is annoying to me as an audience spaghetti member. Spaghetti is never scary. It's always well, this fucking spaghetti is scary. <laughs> I just thought of a ghost story, which I'll tell off to you. Um, oh, do you think? I, uh, is it I, one of your personal ones? Mm-hmm. I think we should uh, save those for a wrap up. Uh, I've got quite a lot of ghost stories, okay, cool. but I want to like. I feel uh, like a wrap up could be us doing quite a lot of, yeah, okay. like our real experiences with ghosts. So make sure you write it down so you remember it. Yeah. I did really appreciate in this one all the like fancy camera stuff, and uh, there was lots of cool stuff that they did cinematically. But uh, so, would you now rather go back for another Annabelle or go back for another Conjuring? Neither. Well, if you had to, I, if I had to, I. <laughs> The Conjuring universe scares me more, but then there was the home intruder stuff of the Annabelle, and I don't know if that's going to continue. Guess- I mean, that was very much just the opening was the of Annabelle was the home intruder. Okay. Mm. I guess I would do another Conjuring just because at least they're made better, so then at least they're interesting. Okay. You loved it. You loved the 22 jumps. Uh, 22? 22. 22. 22 We've got Annabelle Creation next, right? We do. I think we could. What? Maybe we get some uh, some high jump numbers in that. Maybe not 22, but I think we could beat 15. Really? I don't don't know if we'll be 22. I don't think we'll beat 22. I think you'll definitely hit 15. I mean, depending on what Annabelle comes home is like, because you'll have to take note in the cinema. (laughs) You should have one of those little things. Yeah, I'm going to get a clicker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Loving this. You done? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. In so many ways. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yes, yeah, we didn't mention it at the beginning because I was going to say James Wan, again, all he wanted to do was leave horror behind, move into big budget action mm-hmm. things, get away from it. And then here he is with Conjuring 2. Admittedly, he had an emotional ride with Fast and Furious 7. He was involved with when Paul Walker had died and all that stuff. So it was a little difficult for him. But he was quoted after doing Fast and Furious 7 of saying, oh, I really just want to do something small again. I'm exhausted. Like, it was so exhausting doing a film at that scale. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to have a bit more control again. He wanted to do with something that he felt was small, which this is in terms of it's mostly one location. But it's a $40 million yeah. Sort of yeah. independent film in a weird way. It's not independent. But, you know, but like it was his level of power. That's kind of what I think is so interesting about this film. I think it's very rare you get a film like this. There's a man at peak power in Hollywood getting to do whatever he wants now. He didn't mm-hmm. get to do that in Insidious. He didn't get to do that necessarily even in Conjuring. Now he gets $40 million without, like you're saying, Shannon, really a kind of terrible script. Like yeah. nothing really yeah. makes any sense. Yeah. But based off of a very, you know, a cinematic, true, inverted commas, story from England. I, I can't completely, with, again, with The Conjuring, I can sever myself from the Warrens and stuff because they were there. They were involved. 
in this, the fact that they're not, that is a big problem for me. It's a yeah. huge, I think that's a huge ethical problem. And I judge James Wan for embracing that stuff and shoehorning it in. Like, I think that's kind of terrible. Because mm-hmm. uh, again, they had like thousands of cases. There were so many cases they were involved with. So like, just pick one of those. Mm. If you want to do an Enfield film, just do an Enfield film. Like, you don't need yeah. to shoehorn the Warrens into it. I think that's kind of inexcusable. But just judging it as a movie, yeah, there are cool things. I think the beginning of this movie is pretty great. Like, I love the dynamic of how he does the shots. He's definitely showing off. I do think that makes it less, less honestly scary and more just, yeah, like Shannon's saying, it's just kind of like it is, well, like you both saying, it is like a roller coaster ride, uh, which means nothing. Yeah. And it's like eating junk food, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just, here's lots of immediate hits. It's going to feel great because I know what I'm doing. And he does. And he's very smart at setting that stuff up and then playing it off. But when there's no real narrative behind it and when the character's really meant to be backing a so fucking smalty and you couldn't really give a shit, it's, it's hard. It's hard to really care and get behind anything. So you're really just there for the thrills and it's a sequel and mm-hmm. horror. And yeah. normally that's what you're there for. You're not there for the legitimacy. You're there for the thrills. So I feel the same way I did the first time. Um, I think... It's a totally fun movie. And yeah, I agree with Alex watching it with friends. Great fun to do. It's a real popcorn movie. The Conjuring 1 isn't. I would say the Conjuring... This is why for me, this is more jumps in it. Mm -hmm. But I think the Conjuring 1 gets under my skin more. Absolutely. Because this is a fucking CGI puppet dude and the CGI fucking demon that looks ridiculous. Mm -hmm. The nun that I think can can look scary, but half of this film doesn't because she's like grinning or just doing CGI teeth Mm. and stuff. Yeah, the moment she sort of articulates her... face and expressions it it loses it i don't like it but yeah in the conjuring there are images that still like get under my skin Mm. you know because they feel more like oh i could have that experience this film i can't i mean i'm not having these experiences right but yeah it's a fun ride i think it is and 100 percent, it's a step up from annabelle which is just i've already forgotten it from last week it's just like such a dull movie it's gone it's just evaporated yeah whereas this is loud screaming and wants you to know i'm here you know yeah. yeah it's interesting you talking about yeah if they if you wanted to make an enfield movie he should have just done that and yeah that's true like it could have still been in the conjuring universe too yeah because you could have had you could have had the warrens make a cameo in that type of film where you still play it how they're being portrayed in these films where they're being helpful and not necessarily like manipulative or trying to make money yeah. So you could have them having a cameo where they mm-hmm. they offer yeah, to just like one cameo. Yeah, they offer to give some help or suggestions, and then yeah, you don't have they to be live. damning to them. But yeah, yeah. you can just yeah. have them just make a cameo, and that's it, and do it like an Annabelle film almost. Mm-hmm. But they're there for a scene. No, I agree completely. And it's I'm happy that you brought up that you could still do like a separate thing. Obviously, there have been other films to them filled in 2015. However, I do recommend to people if you watch this and you got any enjoyment out of it, like Shannon. <laughs> Then go and go find and something from 2015, the year before this movie came out. There was a BBC mini, I think it's BBC anyway, but it's a UK mini series of three episodes. Each one's 45 minutes long, just called The Enfield Haunting. Has a lot of great English actors in there, including Timothy Spall, who's mm. fantastic. Wow. And it is the, you know, again, inverted commas, real. It's the real story of what happened there. No warrants. Just genuinely like how the document, how things were documented, at least mm. whether yeah. everyone was lying or not, is a different matter. I watched the first episode of that last night. I haven't watched all three yet. It's good. It shot nicely. It's a lot, you know, more serious. Yeah, <laughs> there is not the CGI in the same way. Not all the horror then is done quite as well because they obviously don't have the budget that James Wan has. But it's definitely worth checking out. And if you are interested in it, in Enfield stuff, that's the one I would say is more worth your time as a document of what happened. <laughs> is there a leaky, watery basement? Mm. Not that I've got to yet. No. <laughs> all right guys i'm proud of you shannon 
You did it, Shannon. And I feel a little bad as well because you do genuinely seem like a little broken and it hurts me. I am a little. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) No, I I like you to be in pain but not broken. (laughs) You're already broken enough. Yeah, yeah. So just, all right, we're going to be a little translucent with you then. Okay. No spoilers, but just because I know you've got a long road ahead still. Okay. And particularly because they're going to keep making them. Yeah. So here's a little roadmap for you. All right. Okay. Actually, you know what? Let's put a pin there. Let's just do the promotions and then we'll do that. Okay. Uh, please do head out to Weird Geeks. Please do subscribe and rate to us and check out all of our previous podcasts. We'll do it for free. We appreciate your support. And you can support us by buying or renting or promoting or talking about our feature film Starfish, which if you go to starfishmixtape.com, you can find out where you can watch it. Or if you just go onto your digital things, you can hopefully find it um, other than Netflix. You can then uh, follow me on all the social medias as Mr. Al White and also on the Xbox. Yeah, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Alexander Chard. Please send me encouraging messages and like cute pictures of dogs on Instagram. I'm Shannon Hollander. Tell me everything's going to be all right on Twitter. I'm my fave Shannon. Or send Shannon your own jump counts. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> or send us how much you think, which if you think there's going to be another film in this franchise that you'll jump or hire at, let us know. Oh, God. So next week, we're going to be dealing with Annabelle Creation. As we said from the director uh-huh. of Lights Out. Mm-hmm. This is my first drop into the Conjuring universe. Was your first one? Mm-hmm. That's a weird place to come into. Yeah. Interesting. Um, the, uh, definitely the oldest. This is a pre-prequel. Okay. Mm-hmm. So way back in whenever. 43, I think. 43. Oh, wow. We'll say it's got a very different vibe. Okay. I don't know what's going to make you jump more or less. I will say I don't think anything's going to make you jump more than Conjuring 2 unless Annabelle comes home. is going to be super scary. Who knows? There's some roller coastery moments in this film. There are. I remember going. But I, I yeah. think Shannon's going to prefer it. And I won't say why. Okay. But I think it's a style of filmmaking that you might enjoy more. Right. Okay. After that, we're going to have The Numb, which I haven't seen. And there were two reasons for that. Alex has seen it. Number one, I haven't seen it. It's because I knew we were going to do this at some point. Mm-hmm. Number two, why I haven't seen it is because every single report that I found from every single genre fan and reviewer that I appreciate and respect... Like, this is the least scary horror film in the last 20 years. Oh, really? I'm keeping my feelings myself so the reason i didn't see it was because it's like oh this is renowned for being tame and i'm not gonna waste my time in the cinema mm-hmm. for some fucking tame bullshit. i know but the nun really got me in this one no but the nun, that's i think that's part of the reason to shock for it but we'll see when we get there mm-hmm. we're not i can't vouch for it because i haven't seen it mm-hmm. alex is keeping feelings to himself. but it is renowned at least for being incredibly tame and a real disappointment in the series because it's not scary okay just mm. to help you okay it's spooky <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> after that, we've got The Curse of La Llorona. La, 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 Llorona. Again, just the cinema. Right, right, now we're right, hoping right, it's going right, 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 to fall in the right bracket with that, where we can get a copy of it. Uh, or when we need not. To it. Again, not meant to be that scary, but scarier than a nun, I believe. And it's very tangential. That was a sneaky one. They mm-hmm. brought that out in cinemas without telling people it was connected to Conjuring Universe. And then mm-hmm. people had to figure it out for themselves that there were a couple of characters and that overlap. So that was a weird sneaky one. Yeah. Don't know why they did it. And then, of course, this is all in the lead up to Annabelle Comes Home, which the trailer looks like could be a fun ride. Yep. No. Which will be the end of phase one of the Conjuring universe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, really. <laughs> the next year, we're going to be getting the Conjuring 3 and potentially Crooked Man is meant to be coming. So we'll see what happens with that. And any other spinoffs they're going to be doing. Are we st- have they released any footage, Conjuring 3? Or has it just been no. announced? So the Conjuring 3 originally was down for the slate for when Annabelle Comes Home was coming oh, that's out. That's and then they like, pushed it for yeah. next year. They were really shuffling around what they were doing. And they just got translucent kind of recently. Because, I mean, Annabelle Comes Home, I mean, the trailer at least, has a lot of the Warrens in it. 
Yeah, Annabelle Comes Home kind of feels like a new Conjuring movie. Yeah. But it's it's not. Who directs it? That one is directed by Gary Delberman. This is the dude who... Did he write Annabelle? He... Remember hearing this is the first film he's directed, but yeah, he he wrote Annabelle One. Mm. He wrote Annabelle Creation. He also wrote yeah, It, The Nun, It Chapter Two, Swamp Thing, all the things we've just been talking about. Yeah, but this is the first time he's directing, so who knows how that's going to go? The Conjuring Three. Let's just get some confirmation quickly, so we know what we're doing. Twenty twenty is when that's meant to be coming out, and that's directed by Michael Chaves. Mm. He is the guy who has directed The Curse of Lord Runner. Interesting. So he must be good if they're allowing him to do The Conjuring. James Wan is not returning. And I will say, like, that does give me a little fear with everything else. Because James Wan, I think, is the personality of this. And I, yep. mm-hmm. I want him to keep coming back. And I don't think he is. I think he's done now mm-hmm. with all of this. Yeah, um, he's done Aquaman. Yeah, now he's just making Aquaman too. He's stolen Patrick Wilson and taken him under the sea. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he didn't has. do Annabelle Creation. For some reason, I thought he did. No. No. It's got some of his flavor in it, though. Great. More so than Annabelle. Oh, I hate James Wan. <laughs> all right. That's all the fun that we've got coming up, Shannon. Well done for signing into that. We appreciate your support. We will see everybody next Friday when we'll be dealing with Annabelle creation, which I'm excited for because I've seen that one once and I'm excited to go back to it. I'm very excited to go back to that one. Excellent. Shannon I am is not. Too. I, I am remember being very much spooked. so not. She's I made no, a mistake. She looks excited, I feel. <laughs> Would it have made a difference if you had seen this film the one we just watched during the day. I don't know. I re- I really wonder that. I really do. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Because when we've done the screenings each week, each of them have been at different times and a yeah. couple of them have been daytime. This, yeah. one was, this one was a nighttime one. And I mm-hmm. think all of these should be watched at nighttime, to be fair. I fucking hate you. Do you want to know the best way to watch these movies or any horror movie? In your room, alone, in the dark, with, with headphones, headphones on. There you go. No! So you do it. <laughs> you know what's a horror film like that? In the dark. <laughs> anything like so that. So imagine this, Shannon, you're watching in the dark on your laptop. Oh, I know. And then you Stop. put down your Goodbye. laptop. Abort. Abort. And your, abort. Eye, and your eyes are still ad- your eyes are still adjusting Goodbye. to the room. Goodbye. We'll be back next Friday. Until then, we're out. Geeks. 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 <laughs>